<laughs> you couldn't hold it together. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Saladcast on Sunday the 14th of August 2011. It is still 2011. Yeah. <laughs> We've got the year We're only halfway through the year. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, actually more than... Everyone's talking about the Olympics and stuff and it feels like it's like right now or something. Anyway. No, it doesn't. No. It does because they're saying about all these crazy riots and stuff in London. It's like, oh, it's tarnishing our image for the Olympics, which are right around the corner. It's like a whole year until then, isn't well, it? What was it? China were a bit sort of like overtly vocal about it, sort of sort of coming out saying, uh, um, oh, it's a, it's a bad sign that's dishonourable for your country or something. Well, they have a point. <laughs> well, no, that's just like the Chinese, like, because they're like super, like, police state or whatever. As soon as there's any unrest, they're like, what are you doing, you idiots? <laughs> oh, right, <laughs> because they're so cracked down on unrest that yeah. they're like, don't let that happen. Don't have a point, though. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm Dan Train, by the way. Uh, joining me today is Zachary Burgess. Yeah, Chinese and stuff. And Robert Kemp. You're Chinese? No, Chinese and stuff. <laughs> so you're part Chinese, part stuff. Clearly. <laughs> I thought we were talking about food there. Yeah, Chinese, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't like Chinese. But you don't so, like yeah. it, yeah. Just turn around and go Indian. <laughs> That's just how you greet people these days. Just walk up to them and go Indian. What is it about Chinese that you don't like? You like Indian, do you? Not really. I don't like any of those foreign weird... foods. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> just any ca- of those weird like Green potatoes and casseroles. That's what I like. Weird <laughs> sauces and. Could you class pizza as Italian? Yeah, exactly. yes, you could. <laughs> That's clearly foreign. But would you have burgers pasta? are clearly American? <laughs> foreign. They are. Well, they're kind of German. I think they originated kind of, Well, they're obviously Burger. American, but it is from Hamburg. That Hamburger does come Supposedly. from originally. I think that's the idea. But I, I think those were meant to be like a different thing. They, they're not actually even really very close to the traditional American style. There. That's true. They just sort of stole that name and applied it to their thing. Yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> they're basically just sandwiches, aren't they? They're just a form of sandwich yeah. that has been refined. <laughs> With more meat. More meat. More thicker, tastier, juicier, and slightly more cooked, probably, meat. <laughs> not necessarily, not if you have it rare. It's, whereas cooked meat, like ham sandwich, is definitely good. Whereas, oh, yeah. like, it's it's pink. That's true. What you think? <laughs> the, pink, uh, the less cooked, right? That does work, to the extent. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're building thumb. <laughs> no, no, ham. It's just not cooked. <laughs> it's just not cooked. Everything pink is just not cooked. It's not healthy. <laughs> Fucking luncheon meat. It's just a disease waiting to happen. <laughs> what have you got? I've got luncheons. <laughs> pink French fancies, like uh, icing. Oh, it's just not cooked. It's like, that's like rare, and then the yellow ones are medium, and then the brown ones are well done. <laughs> <laughs> just pick out the, the brown the chocolate ones. So I can't eat Jamie Dodge, it's got that pool of blood in the middle. Right? <laughs> it's clearly not well done. <laughs> so yes, welcome back to the Saladcast. This is a podcast about video games. Not biscuits or other foods. You'd be surprised to hear. I still don't understand what you don't... It's all the sauces, right? Yeah, and like, and all the ver- and some of the weirder things. Like, I don't particularly like certain types of noodles and stuff. Fair enough. Yeah, but what about like rice? Do you like rice? Well, rice is okay, but that's just like that's. Generic. I know, but that's if not... you had if you rice had Chinese is quite stuff, possibly the most boring substance <laughs> ever created, unless you like fancy it up like special rice or mushroom rice. Or... Well, they do fancy it up. Obviously, you get egg fried rice and Chinese, and which is good. Pilau rice for uh, Indian, don't which you? Which isn't so good. 
<laughs> yeah, I agree. I like I, I like egg fried rice best. But um, but yeah, and then you can buy instead of noodles, you have rice, and then have a, a Chinesey like. Or do what I do and mess up a curry completely by instead of having rice, have noodles. So you have noodle curry, which is lovely. I also uh, hate stir fry. I think we need to start talking about this because I'm starting to feel hungry already. <laughs> yeah, because we've got, we've got two hours. Scores are free. I'm not even hungry yet. I know. I so have I, like I, a bacon I, sandwich. I could just as push as well. that on you and talk, yeah, because I had bacon sandwiches for his hangover cure and it hasn't worked. So it's like, I'm, I'm not hungry. We can see the evidence. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> that is very not a flattering position to sit in. <laughs> oh, shit, that, is, that is quite bulging today. My, 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 my gut. <laughs> We're just looking at. Anyway, I'll try and flatten it down with my phone. Okay. Are your hangovers getting worse or better? They are, you, get, they are getting worse. You used to say that they that what what you didn't have them when you were at school. When when I first started drinking, you didn't. Have them. <laughs> Whenever that was, <laughs> yeah, in school, yeah, when you were uh, seventeen, or what? Yeah, I just <laughs> didn't. Yeah, I I didn't get hangovers at all. I could I could. Well, I wonder if my perspective of how much I used to drink has changed. That's what I wonder. Is because back then, probably having a load of stuff was probably like one and a half pints. <laughs> whereas, whereas now, I'm pretty sure I had five pints and three glasses of wine last night, yeah. which isn't a good idea at the best of times. You know, what were you root, at? root, root in the vine. Uh, yeah, friends' birthday party. Oh, cool, awesome. In Not Narge. my birthday party. In Narge. In Narge, which is coming up in War. two days, so we need to sort something out for, for Zach's birthday special. Oh, yeah. <laughs> need to look on the Steam. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Pretty much. But there's no sale going on. What's what are you going to do? I don't know. I bought uh, uh, Penny Arcade Adventures for like two quid, both of them. <laughs> so they, Excellent. I'm probably never going to play them. Okay. Nah. <laughs> That's but, how yeah. Steam works. Yep. It's pretty good. Maybe you could trade them to somewhere. With the, someone oh, yeah, trade them for a hat or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be good. That's sort of news. But I don't think we can say much about that because it's not actually very... Not much to say about it because it's still a beta. And I don't expect any of us have opted in. No. Well, a bit of me, a bit of me wonders a little bit how that's actually going to work long time. So Steam trading, right? It's basically introdu- potentially introducing a second-hand market, isn't it? Yeah. It's not second-hand, though, because you can't... If you've attached the key to your account, it sticks. It's only to get rid of like the extra gifts and shit that you have. That's right. So you can accept it. And so then if you buy a pack and it has some overlap, you can get rid of those extra bits. That's oh, cool. I see. So if you've got no one to give them to, for instance, there's like a mark. You know, on your friends list, for instance, there's like a marketplace. Well, at the moment in the Vita, at least, it ha- you have to have them on your friends list or in a room, which I assume just means, like, if you're in a TF server, you can, like, how you can trade items with other people in Team Fortress if they're in the same server. So beforehand, like if you bought, a, if beforehand, before this, if you bought a pack and you had stuff in it that you didn't want, you couldn't gift it to your friends, or if, could you? If you, yeah, you could, if you hadn't installed, actually, I don't think, I think it was only if you had multiples of it. I think if you bought it and you only had one copy... Regardless of whether you ever installed that, you still can't get rid of it. Right. But if now you have you more than one coffee, then you could gift it. But, but I now think you can the... gift both. If, if Maybe. you had two and you didn't install either of them. Don't know. Maybe. It would oh, make right. more sense. So, so it tracks never... It could track never installed, you mean? Is it, uh, I've accepted this gift to be nice... Well, I don't know. <laughs> but then, but maybe not, because then, presumably, when you buy something like that, it automatically assigns all the keys... 
whatever, you know, the background yeah. key information, it automatically assigns it for all of those to your account. But un- unless you already have it, in which case it turns it into the gift mode. So presumably, you, if you only have one, you still won't be able to get rid of them. Hmm. I don't I see what's guess. so new then. Other than training for hats. Yeah, other from other from that's the <laughs> only for that, in-game content. Yeah, that's the actual new thing, I guess. Being able to trade it for stuff that exists in in certain games. Mm. I mean, that'll be interesting, won't it? Because like the, that means for they'll have to break out the in-game stores into potentially out-of-game stores, <laughs> which is really yeah. what they should have done anyway. <laughs> yeah, probably should. Have done. <laughs> Although it's quite nice having the interface in-game. But, well, they just need both, but obviously. you could just do both. Yeah. So there is other uh, Valve news, isn't there, this week? Ugh, yeah. Stupid Valve news. So there's a new, they've announced a new version of Counter-Strike? Instead of announcing Half-Life Essay 3. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone to, to is like, those guys from Canada that were outside there, obviously. That's a like, great with, picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with, like, uh, billboards saying, release Canadians for the release of Half-Life 3. <laughs> and then Gabe goes out and it's like... <laughs> and stands next to them. And then, like, the next day, we're releasing Counter-Strike <laughs> again. Yeah. So do we know anything about it? I presume this will be like to capitalise on kind of the interest in sort of modern warfare, I suppose. Because it's it's kind of basically is Counter Strike is modern warfare multiplayer before think, modern warfare multiplayer. I don't it? think they can possibly capitalise in that. That's not. I don't think it's a market you can just make a like a, a clone of it and expect it to do as well. You know, to pick up off them because I think they're the people who are playing the modern warfare multiplayer are playing it because it's that very specific. Well, did, has it doesn't Call cross of, over to like Gears of War multiplayer. Well, no, but has Call of Duty multiplayer ever really hit the the levels on PC that it has on console? No, I'm, 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 not, I'm not convinced the PC version of Call of Duty has ever hit. Quite, you know, anywhere near the market. But that was prob- that was so. Well, there's still the p- potential for Counter Strike to sneak in there. That was maybe also partially Strike. because Sorry. Of, because well, of the whole server issue for the PCs. Yeah. But how do you know this? We we don't know anything about this. It could be coming out on console. Maybe they're trying. It to... is. It's coming out well, on all the consoles and PC. Oh. So maybe that's why. Hmm. If they made it great on console, which is potentially possible. You know, it won't be as good as on PC, but it could be a competitor to Modern Warfare, couldn't it? Well, they're also saying that it's going to be a download game, so it's clearly not going to be... I can't well, like on Live Arcade or something. Yeah, it's not going to be a full game. Oh, it's going to be like a multiplayer-only well, that's weird. thing. I, don't know, I think it's I a mean, risky... obviously it's going to be uh, multiplayer-only, because not like Counter-Strike has a storyline. I, no. I think it's a risky move. It's a crowded marketplace, because you've got four already outstanding Modern Warfare multiplayer games that's out true. there. Yeah. And all, of, all of them have their nuances and changes. And Battlefield Bad Company Two made some serious strides in that mm. in in that front as well. It's a very crowded marketplace to want to try and get into. But it doesn't um, matter because as long as they sell it on PC, then they'll be okay. But they've yeah, already probably. got brand awareness. They've already got especially fans. on PC. Yeah, they've got. Um, and Presum- presumably, they want to do something <laughs> with the PlayStation version of Steam as yeah. well. Yeah, that will be obviously on that. But the trouble is that like. It's still like Counter Strike and Counter Strike Source are still like the most played games on Steam forever, and it's like so well, maybe yeah. we can release a new one. Except the trouble is, just like with Counter Strike Source, as soon as they released that, everyone was like, "Oh, this isn't enough." Like one point six, we demand basically the exact clone of one point six with better 6. graphics. It's like dumb. One point six worked really badly. Yeah, they won't do that. So they won't do that, and then that'll piss off a whole bunch of people. Yeah, and then there's the people who like Source as well. They'll get pissed off because it's not close enough to be the same as Source. Yeah, it's a, it's a very community. It's, it's not often you come across a, a gaming community that actually doesn't sort of uh, appreciate them. Sort of when, because they, it's not like they did incremental changes so, quite so much in Counter Strike. Is it? They, 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 it's not like um, 
TF's gradual build-up. To well, they did with now. the original cab strike, didn't well, they? Because you got new maps sort, sort and stuff. Of, Italy. I remember in Italy well, came they have out. Been doing was, it. Up to 1.5 was fairly incremental, wasn't yeah. it? And then 1.6 was a bit of a change. When they but, had the right shields. Yeah. And then and then there was the, the massive change to CS yeah. Source and uh, and Condition Zero and all that stuff. They, they, they've they gone for the, the big hit style. It's like you don't see the Call of Duty people getting pissed off with that, do they? They, go for, they don't go for the incremental approach at all in Call of Duty land. No. They go for the, the big hit, <laughs> the entirely ma- massive game. difference. Yeah. The new game, plus and the ridiculously expensive map pack. Well, you know, even even the, uh, the, the, the sort of fighting game crowd don't get too pissed off when um, a new iteration of Street Fighter comes out, for instance. Yeah. Like, they change things and it may mess up some people's tactics, but they don't go... Oh, this is awful, with the exception of Arcade Edition. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's, they, they sort of generally just accept it, going, yeah, fine. But then enough. again, there hasn't been a like, new Street Fighter film for like, a million years. <laughs> Between like 3 and 4, or whatever you, whatever the last version of 3 was. Well, no, true. There, there, there was quite a gap between 3 and 4, but now there's three editions of 4, and there's going to be a 4 <laughs> um, with the 2012 patch for Arcade Edition. Craziness. Does that actually make it a new version if it's just a patch? Sort of, but they they have to label it as such because of the tournament conditions in which the game is run. Oh, well, yeah, You, you have to label each edition of it. Hmm. Although, on, on that front, I might have mentioned it last time, but Mortal Kombat made it into tournament, uh, is now tournament-worthy now, according yeah. to them. So, for the first time ever, Mortal Kombat is now considered a serious fighting game. Really? So, it's... <laughs> It doesn't look serious. No, <laughs> look at those fatalities. They're just That's stupid. The move sets are like properly organised. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it's all it's all good now. Yeah, it's not about interesting. But yeah, we interest. As I say, just I don't think it would be a problem. I just think it's a risk. I mean, Counter Strike Source has been kind of. Do they really? They don't do much to it. They've been updating it quite regularly. Have really. they? I, I, I mean, obviously, I don't have it installed, but I went back and looked through like the news feed, and there's been quite. A, and also, they've done the same thing for Counter Strike as they did for Team Fortress, where they made a beta version oh, okay. for doing experimental yeah. stuff, and they've done a whole bunch of weird updates through that to see what people will accept. Presumably that's net. they started doing, I saw when I looked on the news feed there was like two or three of those in like the last couple of weeks and it's like ah, so clearly this was like, this is the precursor to this new Counter-Strike where they're basically using Source as a testing ground. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be Counter-Strike Source with hats, right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> and that makes even less sense in the CS universe, doesn't it? To, to it won't be. It won't have that. Stuff. They'll totally have, oh, they have some kind but, of customization. Yeah. It won't be hats. Or, well, it'll be, be hats. like riot helmets. Yeah. Although like, <laughs> well, no, I kind of think what, what they'll do, other than the sort of the Call of Duty perk slash weapon upgrade system, because that I don't works. think they can do that. Because, because that's, the whole that's, idea of Counter Strike yeah, was more. It was like You'll buy so, as you go. It was yeah. so pure and based on purely on what weapons you purchase. I suppose, but you could still potentially they could introduce a whole swell, you know, a massive arsenal of weapons, but then you pick which ones appear in your slots during the game. So you, when you get enough cash, you can buy your slot five, for instance, or yeah. and, and your slot five. They is, could definitely do choice. something, couldn't they? Yeah. I mean, I think Counter-Strike needs to expand if it's going to work, because, you know, the big guns have got a lot of ground on them now. Because everyone loves pets. Yeah, that that was a good innovation. I think everyone's copied that, haven't they? Yeah, it does work. Yeah, it does work. I mean, Halo even to an extent got it right by making the XP system purely aesthetic, 
so you can still like level up your character and yeah. get more stuff for your armor and stuff. And it's a it's just a nice driving factor, even if it means nothing. Like it yeah. does in Halo, it's just for some reason. Uh, Everyone still looks almost the same though in Halo. It's a trouble, no matter how yeah. cool your guy looks in single player. Like unless you've got a flaming head, yeah. It's... <laughs> well, there's that new blue flaming head. Blue flaming head. Yeah. yeah. Everyone will have that though. Won't yeah. They? Yeah. Most people do. Did everyone have it on? I do. Of course he did. That's that. Part <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Valve. But what are they doing now? I mean, they finished Portal 2 and it, now it's like... Dota? Counter-Strike? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> well, what, are we going to see more... D- well, any DLC for Portal 2? Yeah, I think there should be some. I mean, but, you know, that's not the main... I'm, I think they might be missing... Did the they sort actually of... release that first pack that they said they were going to release? Not yet. They haven't been paying attention. Well, I think they're missing the optimum sort of buzz window now, aren't they? Because DLC usually comes out towards the that's end of true. it. Or, or fairly soon after... A product release because you're in the hype zone. Well, it, it, the Portal Two hype zone is is tailing now. Yeah, that's true. But that doesn't, it doesn't actually really matter because so many goddamn people bought Portal Two at the time, and the DLC is only come or whatever. So all those people who specifically purchased it together for the express purpose of playing through co-op, they'll just have they'll just go to their co-op partner and say, "Oh, look, the DLC came out. Do you want to play Portal Portal now?" Yeah. It's not be... going to draw in new customers, it's just going to be... That'd be free, right? And it'll just load up. Presumably. And then you'll be like, be ooh, updates. And everyone will be like, sweet. <laughs> it will just more... update through Steam and a little puppet will come up and say, it's what it's updated. Yeah, play. That'll play be it. Again. There's more shit. Presumably. Cool. Anyway, any more news or should we move on <laughs> to what you've been playing? I've got a couple of bits of news. Okay. Um, mm. That we totally predicted, by the way. Sweet. Um... Obviously. Because we're awesome. Back in E3, when Nintendo introduced a small little thing called the Wii U. Yeah. And at the same time, Sony introduced a small little thing called PlayStation Vita. We theorised that it would be possible for Vita to do exactly the same thing as Wii U. Exactly. Sony have said they will. They will definitely do that. (laughs) So it's like, holy crap, they've just trumped Nintendo, uh, Nintendo proper soundly with something that was obvious to us. You know, it's just... Yeah, and, and to be fair, they were kind of doing before anyway. Yeah, it'd be an expensive option, but it'd probably be a better option even because like it'll have dual analog. Although no, hang on, the Wii U has got dual analog. Yeah, no, the Vita but, doesn't, but which is a downside. No, Vita does have dual analog. Oh yeah, sorry, okay. remember? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no, sorry, <laughs> uh, I've, I've got the Im- I've got the image of the old PlayStation in my uh, PSP, PSP in, my, yeah. in my head when I think of it. Yeah, still. but it's uh uh. It's got its own processing power in there, obviously. So, whereas the Wii U will have to broadcast, it doesn't have, the controller doesn't have any power. Yeah, and, uh, and the Vita's a fucking powerhouse. Exactly. So and the PS3's not that bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably more powerful than the Vita. <laughs> but yeah. But well, yeah. I'm, yeah. It'll probably still be more powerful than the Wii U. But... Yeah, probably. Yeah. Although, Although there's been a lot of speculation saying, um, uh, Microsoft is is now the, the rumor mill is churning more about there being an announcement next E3 for the next Xbox. It will to be, be. Released 2013. It will be. I'm yeah. I'm confident that it's it's churning more now. Yeah, I'm confident that they will announce the new Xbox at E3 next year, which will be exciting as hell. Yeah, I, th- I think Sony will hold back again. Probably, I think they'll be at least a year out yeah. like they were last time. I expect so. But, um, partly because I'm not entirely sure they've made their money back on PS3 yet, but no. 
we shall see. Anyway, that's far in the future. Plenty of games to play before then. (laughs) That's for sure. Maybe. There's a whole ton coming up. I'm I'm excited. Freaking Deus Ex coming soon. Batman. Or Clark Uncharted 3. Yeah, that'll be sweet. It's going to be a good time. But we've been playing games just recently. Yeah, we've got a lot to cover this week, I think. So, who wants to go first? (laughs) (laughs) Rather good. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. Are you turning into Ubisoft, man? What was that guy's name? Mr. Twat. Caffeine. <laughs> Twat. <laughs> Le Twat. <laughs> Le French Fool. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Robert Camp, what have you been playing? Uh, right. Well, the sort of uh, the biggest addition to my arsenal is probably I now own a Connect. So, uh, yeah. That's mine. Ha. No, no more borrowing other people's crap. It's mine. Ha. Get your hands off. Um, the well, there's a story behind how I acquired it as well because I'd mentioned on the cast before I'd planned on holding back until the autumn update dropped. Yeah. Um, for when all connect goes a bit. When is that? Bananas. Full update. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we know. So <laughs> lots of bananas involved. Yeah. So sometime between September and November. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> so um, no, there probably is more detail, but you know we don't know at this stage exactly. Um, yeah, so I had planned on them. Until my brother apparently accidentally bought one on eBay. Now, I can't verify how much of this is true, but he apparently on Android, or the eBay application on Android mobiles, yeah. has a one-click bid right. button. He attempted to scroll the page and clicked it accidentally. Um, okay. Um, putting, him a, putting in a bid and it sort of succeeded. So he's like, fuck, I'm now contractually obliged to actually buy this thing. So when you put bids, you have to enter the amount, right? Yeah, I, this is the bit I'm a bit confused about, as to whether, on the, one whether, click whether the one-click bid actually shows you how much it's going to bid just on the screen Yeah. prior. So then you click and it's like, well, there you go, you've, you've bid that amount I told you you were going to bid. Yeah. What's one-click bid is like bid and that one a, a quid over what it currently is. Presumably, yeah, presumably it's min bid. You know, or maybe you can set it. I think it's a si- I think it's a system so you can do the for the last um, five few minutes, seconds. Or, yeah, <laughs> so you can do the sort of proper auction style. Yeah, uh, back and forth, back and forth. So, but it doesn't. It never gets around the problem of snipe programs. But blah. Um, I just manually snipe snipe whenever I use eBay. Most I, people do. <laughs> I find it irritating. I don't like doing that tactic. I feel morally against it. Sort of like it's just mean. Every time. Yeah, yeah, I don't think yeah. I've ever not... I don't think I've ever bidded before the last 10 seconds. Or something. So, <laughs> so I think eBay should have already, always had the had the concept of if someone bids, then the timer goes up to at least a minute. So you get the... Uh, so people can keep bidding on it. That's like true. a proper auction. Yeah. I'm not entirely sure why they didn't implement that. Listen and pay me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um Anyway, yeah, so he accidentally bought it, and I kind of said, well, I was going to get one eventually at some point, and he did get it for a bargain, so I bought it off him. He bought it off him? Yeah. Oh, cool. So, so is it second-hand, then? It is a second-hand one. It yeah, fine. But it's in perfect condition, other yeah. than a few marks where I think that it was mounted on a bracket, so there's, like, sticker marks or oh, something well. on the base, but completely functionally sound. And, Sweet. Yeah, and it's it's awesome. So I've been playing uh, Connect Sports. Ah. Oh no, which I finally got round to after it being delivered as part of extending my Xbox Live subscription. And oh yeah, <laughs> not having free. a to play it on. <laughs> um, yeah, so, that was so, a bit cheap of them to send you that. No, uh, in, did they in, not know? That no, no, no there was a, there was, I did get a choice, oh, right. but I had all the other choices or didn't want the other choices. Oh, right, okay. Like Halo was on there, um, Fable 3 was on the list, and I outright, game, and yeah. I, yeah, I outright said no. No. <laughs> fuck, fuck that shit. Um, 
And I think Connectimals was on the list as well. Um, so there was like two Connect games and two normal games, blah. But yeah, sort of thought, well, I'm going to get one eventually, so I'll get the one I might actually play. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've been playing it, and for the most part, it's pretty darn impressive. Mm. I have to say, they've um, they've been quite ambitious with some of the games, which is refreshing to see. You know, it's not like just a mini game collection. They've actually been quite inventive, um, mm. particularly with the football implementation, because okay, it's not very good multiplayer. There's there's a big there's okay. a big caveat to most of Connect Sports in that the nuances of the sport are ruined in multiplayer because mm. it's not so good at picking up your left to right motions. When there's two of you, yeah, you shame. need the play space. I mean, yeah. this is why I've angled my television so it's into the room diagonally, I saw so that. I can make even more room in which to play it because it requires an enormous amount of space. Yeah, you need a massive um, room, and it forces you to move across the entire space. Um, but it's cool because the football has you like sort of it's uh, you take it in ter- turns in a way. So the ball comes to you, you have to kick it in the direction of a of a player to pass. Um, but the, the defending player at that point has the ability to stick their leg out in the way. So, uh-huh. so you have to kind of predict where he's going and then jump into the position to intercept it and then it'll ball will bounce to one of your players and then it's your turn to, to have a go. Hmm. Um, and that kind of works surprisingly well and there's a great use of the space. Um, the only problem with it hmm. is that the shooting always seems very keen on you either going straight at the keeper or either side of the goal by a long way. <laughs> yeah, so, well, so, you see that I got a lot in actual football. Yeah, yeah. So well, it's, it's mostly over the in real football. Yeah, it's mostly, it's mostly over, over the crossbar, crossbar, isn't it? So it's yeah, so it's a bit picky on shot direction, which is quite irritating because you can play a, a beautiful ball in, get the cross in, get the special quick time event where you have to stick your foot in the right position to to, to slice it into the goal and then go straight to keeper, and you're like, fuck's sake, <laughs> damn it! I didn't even scare the seagull off the crossbar, you bastard. Because there's an achievement for that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were talking metaphorically, but there is no, no, there's a... actually a, an achievement for scaring a bird off a crossbar, which is awesome. Okay. Um, but yeah, it just goes to the keeper most of the time. Um, and on, but on the other side, when you're playing on the harder difficulty levels, the amount of time you have in which to save the shot is minuscule and is further exacerbated by the input lag that Connect sort of suffers from. So it doesn't give you enough time to move. So a lot of the time you feel like, I was there! You know, I had my hands in the position. I can see my character with his hands now over the spot where the ball went and you didn't count it. And so it's it's only really a problem in that when you start ramping up the difficulty level. Volleyball has the same problem where it forces you often to dive for shots that are in the lower left and right corners of the screen. Um, Gives you very little time to do so. Um... And it just constantly feels like, I did that. Why did you not pick that up? I wonder why they can't have kind of almost like lag compensation. Well, they should have just made it so, you know, it's just because it's too fast. Right. It, the game just doesn't give you enough time to get there. I right. mean, that, is, I that like, is technically yeah. the skill. But the problem is then is it relies on you just, you know, you have a 50-50 chance. You could dive in one direction because you can pretty much guess it's going to go one way or the other. Mm. So just make sure you're standing in one of those positions and <laughs> and hope for the best, which is a bit shit, you know. Yeah. And it makes There's achievements for winning games on the highest difficulty levels and uh, not managed any of those yet because of the problems. Um, table tennis as well has a very slight issue with that because at hard difficulty levels, the ball movement gets really, really fast. And it's not quite, it's too fast for you to keep up with. I mean, I'm not just saying that because I'm a bit shit, but it does feel like, <laughs> it does feel like most of the time that 
I was there. You know, I did that. You didn't. You didn't recognize that in time. Mm. Um, That's a shame. Because surely, like, okay, so if you're if if you're in the right place, and then the ball comes and it hits, it bounces off or whatever. Yeah. But you couldn't you have it so that if if the the ball you're not in place and the ball goes through, but then it looks half a second back or whatever, and then if you were in Maybe. the right place, it might make the game it would look... just teleport, the, it would look a bit odd, but at least then it wouldn't be cheating you. If it yeah. knew the lag was so many milliseconds, it could I, kind I, of... I think perhaps it does need a bit of that, and I'm kind of hoping that it's one of the things that they've ironed out, because Rare have been talking a strong game about Season 2 of Connect Sports. Oh, cool. Um, really? Saying Are they that, that? Yeah, it's going to be out by the end of the year. That's good. Um, with six new sports, including um, golf and darts. Now, here's where the interesting bit comes, because Rare claim that when they were making Connect Sports Season 1, that they couldn't do the precise motions required to do golf and darts properly. So they, aban- so they abandoned them in terms of the more large actions you need for, like, track and field. And yeah. Things. Um, but now they've been saying that they, they you know, the, the software they have in order to interpret Connect is now a lot better. Better, yeah. So precision motions should be far easier to pick up but i wonder if it's still i don't know if that means that they've solved input lag issues yeah probably not but um still but it's, it's as i say rare are talking a strong game about season two as they probably should because it's their own game but it's uh it's yeah it's, it's looking good I, I have to say I'm, I'm quite intrigued by it potentially not with the american football implementation because you know e3 kind of made that look totally retarded <laughs> <laughs> yeah well it's just for the yeah, and more, vo- more voice controls is the other thing. So in golf, you use voice controls to select a club. Oh, for cool. instance, you can say three word, three word, yeah, <laughs> and, and it'll change for you. <laughs> okay, which is probably a better interface than the hand in the air stuff. Well, couldn't yeah, you do if you had more precise hand in the air stuff? Couldn't you just have like all your golf clubs aligned along the top of the screen? And then you could just go. Well, no, the best option <laughs> perhaps for golf would be the slap it system from Dance Central because you know that that handles a lot of options. Yeah. It almost seems like that. That, that it's like that menu system seems like the way it should work. But it's like no one else is doing it. It's almost like they've copyrighted that one specific equation <laughs> for their own games, and yeah. they're like, no one else can do this. Well, no, the, the fit, um, Ubisoft's uh, Fitness Evolved, Your Shape Fitness Evolved, yeah. has a similar system. I saw on Fruit Ninja Connect it has like you really quite difficult because it's not like hover. You have to slash the yeah. menu options. Yeah. It's just like really hard. Yeah, I want to talk about Fruit Ninja briefly as well. Okay. I, I, only briefly, because it is incredibly mindless. From I presume what... there's a demo, a trial, because uh, it's a live arcade game. Yeah, it will have to have a demo, and and yeah. that's probably pretty much all you need. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because, because it's, I mean, yay, it's a Connect game. Yeah, Connect needs more releases. Um, but at the same time, it's it's possibly the the, the, the single most thoughtless game that you could have on Connect. You know, it's completely brainless and yeah. too expensive for what it is. You know, yeah. we're talking I think it's the twelve hundred point mark, which is now quickly becoming wasn't it? When we looked. Because you were maybe. like, oh it's not that bad. Oh yeah, no, what well, you're right. Yeah, it's sorry. We thought it was twelve hundred but it's eight hundred. It's ten um, times more expensive than the game on the smartphone. Yeah, <laughs> but you're still talking seven quid for something that's basically thirty seconds worth of fun and then you can say been there done that well what portion what portion of Connect Adventures was that hitting the ball against the wall game because that's basically all it is that's a sixth of Connect Adventures so it's still slightly worse <laughs> and Connect Adventures everyone with a Connect has that's true so play that <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's uh 
Yeah, I don't know. It's nice to see more Connect games, but that's kind of a bit poor, if you ask me. It's, yeah. Blair, I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> don't get it. Um, yeah, so, so moving on. I'll get Child of Eden at some point. But yeah, expect more Connect news. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Connect news. Yeah, the other thing me and Zach got crazy infused about one weekend. <laughs> Stupidly. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, and Woo. we thought, oh, this looks bloody mental. We're just going to have to do it. Is Marvel vs. Capcom 3. <laughs> which is actually freaking awesome. Really? I, ha- I have to say, it's bloody excellent. It still suffers a little bit from the Street Fighter um, uh, level of difficulty. Why must but... fighting games have that stupid... It's like forward, down, down, forward. That's not easy to pull off. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, they do the Capcom jiggle, as I call it now, where you have to... <laughs> the Capcom jiggle. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like there's a... The, or the... Uh, the sure you can, yeah. as it's always known as for for, for Ryu, where you push forward, forward down, down and then diagonally forward and down. Uh, so it's like jiggle jiggle, um, and it's just nice. it's it's I don't know. I personally I think that's a shit way of doing a move, and it's like it's just awkward to do on a joypad. Yeah, and it's like I'm not going to buy an arcade stick. I'm not that fucking insane no. uh, about fighting games. I can't see how an arcade stick would actually make that easier. It really? might do. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, can, I can see it. Being <laughs> well, I think it's more because. I think it, I think the way sticks would make it easier is because they're more like click, aren't they, rather yeah. than a smooth. Because joyce that's why joystick aren't as good for fighting games because it's an analog, whereas a joystick is virtually it's digital. eight direction, isn't it? Yeah, for an arcade stick, so it's uh... so you just click it, you just go tick tick tick. <laughs> yeah, so it might work well on the stick, but it's rubbish on a joypad, basically. And if only yeah. there was an and, option and quite, to change it. Yeah, we. No, yeah, the only option you'd get was to play in simple mode, yeah, exactly. which restricts, make it, it, the game then starts picking moves for you to an extent. Um, I got that Xbox controller with the transforming forming D-pad. It's better. Well, it turns into a stick. Yeah, but it's not that much better. It doesn't turn into a stick. It just You just twist the... It's exactly the same as a normal 360 controller, except mm. that the D-pad, you can kind of twist it between two modes, one that's flat like the normal one with just slightly raised... The D, yeah, or not? It's not a D cross. cross, yeah. And then you twist it, and then the cross becomes really pronounced, and the the, the flat bit falls away, and uh, oh, it changes the feel slightly. Huh. Yeah, so you can try it out. If you like. I'll bring it. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be interesting. But, uh, that would only work if the if the Xbox D pad was less squidgy anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit better. It's less squidgy, but it's still not that great. But I, on the bombcast, uh, um. Uh, Jeff was saying that's the best one to use for Street Fighter. Yeah. So, really? Yeah. I, I, that's what he said. I the best know. pad. But, yeah, but he was saying pads are fine, wasn't he? Or for Mortal Kombat, I think he was talking about. Well, it? Mortal Kombat is different. Yeah, though, so. uh, yeah I think. Anyway. Well, pretty much every move in, in Marvel vs. Capcom is fine. Just apart from, it's just the jiggle. Yeah. <laughs> the jiggle <laughs> well, because the only thing. other other stick motion you have is the sweep, which is yeah. the easiest thing you could have. Yeah, I mean, that's great. I mean, for an analog stick, that's perfect. Yeah. Um, when works most of the time. Well, I can do those moves. I can't do the jiggly ones. So I went into training and tried to do the jiggly ones for ages. It's like, it's, I've got it, I've got it. Oh, it's gone again. It's can't tough, do it. And, it, and it does require quite... It requires less... The, 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 is the good thing about it is it requires less of a quick input than the original Street Fighter 4 did. The original Street Fighter the, 4 was really harsh with it's, that. It's input. like, that confuses me as well. Because I it's like, you really have to like do the stick motion and then it's almost half a second of pause. It's like... <laughs> yeah. It's almost a beat of pause, and that's really hard to actually realise that you have to do that when you've basically been button mashing the rest of the time because <laughs> that's how you play fighting games. Yeah. 
it's it's hard to train yourself out of the button mash technique, isn't it, in fighting games? So it's, uh... Especially in something that looks as frantic as that. Yeah. You don't realise that it's actually, you can actually input commands pretty slow, and it still looks insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's... And this leads me to the second problem. And I know Capcom have a difficult job with this, because Capcom are the hardcore fighting game maker. Really, no, no, no other fighting game because is really as hardcore as they are. So they have a market to appeal to. But and while MVC is somewhat easier than Street Fighter to get to grips, it's still friggin' harsh in places. Like the timing mechanics are quite insane in in when you can pull off moves, how you combo stuff together. I mean, combo mechanics in MVC are tricky in the sense that if you're just a minuscule fraction of a second out it's no longer a combo well those ones uh, they, uh... they teach you in the training are ridiculous oh yeah the, the, yeah this is the other problem it's 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 still tr- uh, got an entry level problem yeah it doesn't teach you most of the shit the game it's it, like the... we read the manual and it was like that's really how you find out what most of the buttons do yeah <laughs> I mean the game itself is still not great at teaching you how to do things it has the mission mode which teaches you different techniques but as you say very quickly they get ridiculous uh, I mean, there's only 10 missions per character, so presumably they have to get ridiculous fairly quickly, but they could have quite easily tripled that number and made it a bit, and made the introduction to the characters much more bearable. Or just had a generic and one that covered the simple stuff that was generic to all characters. Yeah, it, it's, it doesn't handhold you nearly enough. I mean, the game, it, it's, they are difficult things to get to grips with, and they need to do more about it. Which is, I don't know, I can't, I, a bit of me can't quite work out why the, they haven't got that right. Because, like, the mission mode doesn't actually teach you, it teaches you about these chaining together ridiculously difficult combos that rely on, like, split second timing. But it doesn't actually teach you about most of the other game mechanics, like how the air combo and switching between characters in the air works and stuff. I think, yeah, the game or the multi, tell you that. multi person team attacks. No, the game doesn't tell you that. No, and you have to read the manual and then work it out from there. Yeah. And even then, the manual doesn't tell you all of the nuances. No. no nor, nor probably should it tell you everything. But, you know... Well, where else are you going to find out? Bring out hyper guides online or whatever. <laughs> That's not where it should be. It should be in the manual. No, but part of, the, part of a fighting game is figuring out what works and what doesn't. But there's a lot in Marvel vs. Capcom that doesn't work. You know, you can't just... Go with it. it it's, it's got the balance right in the sense that a skilled player will beat a masher practically every time. Um, practically every time. Uh, and now this is going to lead me to my next bit of a gripe, actually, because the game can be really spam heavy. There's the odd character in the game that, when used in a certain way, uh, I'm looking at you, Hulk, in simple mode, where you can just spam one of the harder moves to pull off. Okay, this is retarded, right? I'll have to describe this one. Um, Hulk has a, Hulk has a move that takes a little while to charge up. You have to hold back for about a second and a half, and then push forward on a button to activate it, and it causes a sweep across the, the entire screen. Right. Um, I played against someone online who was able to do that in repeatedly, um, sort of with more frequency than a second. So it's like you're just going fire, 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 and I'm like. That's impossible because the control because, yeah. the, the control inputs take longer than that. Yeah, and uh, and I think that's a problem with simple mode, where in simple mode some moves just activate immediately, but it allows you to play them online, so you're not playing simple versus simple. Yeah, because it doesn't you, actually and, filter for that. No, yeah. so that's a flaw. That's quite yeah, a large that's flaw. Quite bad. Um, and it's 
Yeah, it's really quite irritating. I mean, the online experience in general, I, um, you know, you think... Online fighting games are hard anyway. Yeah, they still don't work. I mean, Marvel vs. Capcom is one of the best examples I've seen of online fighting. The lag is mostly bearable, Mm -hmm. but it's often the difference between winning or losing. Mm -hmm. Because it is so different from playing Mm -hmm. lag-free. You have to be more preemptive, more thing, and you can't... Your reactions are deeply affected by lag, massively affected. Yeah, because the, the, it presents itself as input lag. You don't see any sort of stuttering or oddness in the game. It just results in input lag, um, which is quite clever in itself, I suppose. But it's a very frustrating experience when you can't do what you want to do because whenever you try and do it, it happens much later than you planned. Um, so it's it, it, that's quite annoying. Also, it seems to be awkward in the sense that even though I'm right at the start of the rank, because let's be honest I'm quite new to this fighting shit when it comes to like trying to do it properly um, but you still somehow get incredibly hardcore people even at the lower ranks. Because everyone has to start from zero. Yeah, but so I know, the but... hardcore people who have come from other fighting games will naturally start know, zero. It, it, it's, 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 it's like more than 50% of the people I've played have been amazing <laughs> and it's like, this isn't working it's like oh, they've immediately come in and they're just kicking my ass even though I'm doing really well. And every now and then you come against someone that looks like they have reasonable stats as in has has lost a few games. <laughs> I mean, it's quite rare to come across some... At the moment, it seems rare for me to come against, come against people that have actually lost games. And as soon as they you come across someone like that, it's like, oh, this might actually be a fair fight. And then they turn out to be a spammer. And they're like, fuck. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's, it's filled with, like unsporting players at the low end and at the top end it's, it's like a shame. yeah it's 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 like i want it to be good i i, I absolutely just because it is great when me and zach play against each other it's most of the time it is most but of now the time. you're starting to learn shit and i'm still button rushing it's like oh no i'm gonna be out class soon <laughs> i know sorry and also you need to stop using x-factor you bastard we should make that a house rule no x-factor because that's so cheap it's really unbalanced I don't think it is. I think X Factor is actually a great mechanic. Well, it's like if you've got, if you, it basically it gets more powerful the less characters you have up. Mm. So if you've got one character on half health and you activate X Factor, and I've got three characters on like quarter health, you can just destroy all three of those characters with basically one hit. Yeah, pretty much. That, so that's totally retarded. It's 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 the comeback tactic, and it's a. Uh, I don't know. I kind of like it. It's like the, the the game has a nice balance between someone being on top and then the other player getting certain sort of like... uh, For instance, if someone's attacking and you're blocking um, most of the hits, you gain more superpower than the attacker. That's cool, I like that. So it means that if you're you're defending, you actually gain more ability to fight back. To turn the tables. Um, But conversely, it works the other way around. If someone lands a big combo, then they get quite a lot of superpower as well. So there's there's this nice to and fro between the balance of the fights... I don't know, it makes the fights more balanced more of the time, mm. which is actually a fantastically well well, well sought out system. It's it's great. Mm, cool. um, but yeah, just to sort of like, yeah, as, as I described, X-Factor is basically a move where, where you can use at any time during a fight, um, and it essentially powers up your characters. Um, like the, 30 seconds or something. Uh, no, it's not that long. It's 10 seconds at level 1, fif- uh, 15 at level 2, and 20 at level 3. <laughs> it's way too long at level 3, that's for sure. It, yeah, it, lasts, it does seem like a bloody age in the middle of a fight. And yeah, as I say, the less people you have in your team, the more powerful your guy becomes. And they get a speed bonus, which is possibly the most important element to that. They just get faster so you can attack more. Right, yeah. Um, 
and then you, you end up getting more hits through the stun block time, which is where most of the damage comes from. I think it's like you just you, you're you're able to counter most of the attacks coming at you before the other characters even moved, which is a a, a big bonus. But yeah, as, as I say, it's a and it's interesting to try and combo it into because I've been reading up on X Factor. You can do even more crazy stuff with it. Like in the middle of a combo, you can just activate X Factor at any time. It will cancel any move that you're doing at any point, including supers, with all the crazy animations. So you can go into something else, and it's uh, <laughs> so you can oh. chain loads of shit together. Genius. Not that I'm any good at that. It, it's a bit of a pain in the ass to activate on Joy Pegs. You got to push all four. Yeah, that's why I can't. I can't time. do it most of the time anyway. And that's the worst thing. It's like it wouldn't be so bad if it was an easy button press to activate, because you have to push all four buttons. If you miss, you just end up doing some retarded some spaz. <laughs> yeah, or you, just, or, you, yeah, or you just stand there looking like a tard. It's like, yeah, I'm going to take this. <laughs> and because you've done that attack, you can't block because you you're not in block stance or whatever. So you, if, if you're trying to activate it and you fail, you've just left yourself open to even more damage. Yeah. And you tend to use it when you're already in trouble. Yeah. So Because that's the best time, to, that's the most effective use of X-Factor is when you're in trouble. So you use it then, and of course you're, you're susceptible then to those last few hits you take are probably going to be your last. Yes, I just think it's a retarded feature. Really I, like, annoying. I like it. It wins me fights. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> wins you fights you shouldn't win because I've totally, totally got three characters still up. <laughs> oh man, hate fighting games. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think this is really good, but it it it, it, it is lacking in content, like most Capcom fighters. Um, for, there's there's woefully few stages on which you fight. Right. Yeah. Which seems odd because they're one of the you know the game isn't affected by stages and the game isn't. A, because they don't like have any environmental things, so they could have just added a fuck ton of just like nice random graphical things. And there's there's like six, something like that, which that is sucks. considering which is crazy the amount small. of things they could do with the universe that they've got. Yeah, to draw exactly. On. They 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 like the you. The most interesting one is probably the Daily Bugle, <laughs> where you've got like a um, a balloon parade going on in the background of a giant Spider Man floating in midair. <laughs> Macy's and, uh, Day Parade. Yeah, that kind of thing, which is kind of cool. But some of the other ones are weird. Like there's there's a, there's a Resident Evil zombie lab, which is, just looks very generic with a yeah. few zombies moving in the background. Um, mm. Asgard is kind of cool because it's very rainbowy and there's giant birds flying around and shit, <laughs> which is which is pretty That's nice. Pretty cool, I mean, the ones they have, uh, most of them are pretty good. I'll be honest. Yeah, they they, they look nice, but it's it's just a shame there isn't more of them. It's so weird. You've got a, you've got a character lineup of like 30 odd characters and you've got six stages it's like that's that's woefully inadequate boo put more effort in Capcom so have you seen Captain America yet because I haven't seen that yes it's great is it good oh sweet I have to go see that D- damn good film does he somehow lose his shield <laughs> I bet um, he does at some point. Yeah, kinda. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, that's the other thing. Captain America doesn't lose his shield in Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Yeah, I think they realised that was dumb in 2. That's one of the funniest things in, in Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Your shield just ends up on the floor somewhere. It's like, fuck, my shield! <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. He doesn't actually have very many shield wounds, really. The shield throw is just like the boomerang, and then there's the like various thrusting manoeuvres with it, but... There's no other kinds of throw that I've seen. You kind of bash them with the shield, don't you? It's, yeah. It's like a charge. And then, yeah. Anyway, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Pretty damn sweet. Cool. And and now cheap because everyone knows the ultimate Marvel vs. Yeah, that's Capcom why we, That's basically why we purchased it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Been playing uh, anything else, man? Yeah. I'm trying to think where to go with this now. 
Um, I think <laughs> they need to go anywhere. We've I've just finished one thing, now you can move on to another thing. Yeah, no, I'm just trying to, trying to think he's about it. He's got options. He's at one of those uh, splits in the path, like in Gears of War. He's like, <laughs> he's got a... Which trip <laughs> they go to left or right, and then yeah. they just go parallel. <laughs> they, yeah, they just end up in the exact same place within yeah, about five makes minutes. No difference. Um, yeah, uh, Bulletstorm. Speaking of like epic, mm-hmm. that, that worked out quite nicely. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, uh, I finished it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finished Bulletstorm. The ending is pretty shit. In all honesty, fair enough. It's basically a quick time sequence followed by a run to the get to the chopper sort of <laughs> get to the chopper with a time limit thing there, 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 there seems to be quite a lot of those in Bulletstorm like oh yeah. got a time limit fucking run ignore all the baddies just get there um, Okay. there's a few of those and uh, yeah the ending is rubbish obviously sets itself up for a sequel it's very non um, no, no resolution to anything kind of en- ending it probably it's, won't be a sequel no which is the frustrating thing it's still fun though. No, I'm not saying it's not. <laughs> it's 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 pretty cool. It's nice looking in places. It's very good looking actually. Yeah, and the environments are nice. Quite like to see how it runs on PC still. I know there's a demo, so I might get that at some point just to see what it looks like. But it's it's pretty. Mm. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, I still. I'm not. I think they could have done more of the multiplayer. In all honesty, like, I think I mentioned this last time, but it, it's it's in need of a co-op mode, seeing as you've got an AI partner for most of the game that'd be goddamn amazing yeah co-op bulletstorm would just be great i mean the the, the mode you do have is like uh it's called anarchy which is again i've talked about before it's like a four-player co-op on a miniature uh, a fairly small arena with waves of enemies coming it's like horde mode in a right. way um with you having to score a certain target of skill points with them. not not just survive but you have to kill them well enough right and the big draw of that is you have to do team kills in that's order to score double points. That's cool. And uh, yeah, like so you have to have two people shoot to get at the same time and score double penetration. Oh, that's and, good. Uh, I like and, then that. you bo- and then both players get like a hundred points. So it's it works out well. Tug of war is kind of cool as well. So both two people use the leash at the same time and pull an enemy apart. It's like points. Yeah. Cool. So um, that that is in there at least. Yeah. The problem is is that a lot of the players that seem to be on there are a bit retarded. So every now and then you get like these team challenges come up where you have to kill people in a certain way, and I, I more often than not most people will just ignore that and they're worth the most points and it's just like I'll oh, just kick him off a cliff. No, no, you've got to kick him to me yeah. and then I've got to shoot him into this giant man crusher thing so we get the team man crush. It's like that's what it's asking us to do. Don't just kick him off a cliff. Brr. <laughs> but so that makes that kind of frustrating. Um, there's a competitive edge to that as well because you, um, at the end of each successful wave, everyone you see how well each player did as well, and you get to do a random sort of like animation at the end if you were the winner. So it's it's mildly competitive, but not really at the same time. But that could be that could have been a lot better, I think. Anarchy mode. It's like mm-hmm. zombie mode in Call of Duty. It's like it's great in theory, but you absolutely need a good team. To make it the most fun, mm. and seeing as I'm the only one I know who plays it, other than my cousin, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's a little not ideal. No, um, okay. so yeah, I, I I I have a bit of respect for people who can fly. They seem to be good at what they do. Um, yeah, just, just I'm actually quite just making fun games, you know. It's yeah, like, uh, which is, leads me on to another thing that I want to talk about. It's kind of news because um, it's not something we can play, <laughs> um, but hard reset. Have you seen anything on that? No. Um, it's uh, essentially most of the team, most well, some of people can fly, right? Who split out of the company at one point are making a very old school style shooter with proper health, proper. Oh yeah. Sort of. There isn't even a crouch button. So why can't we um, play it? 
because it's not out yet. Oh, right. It um, will be. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it will be. We but will it will be, be okay. yeah. And it's relatively soon, I think, actually. But it just looks like a laugh. It's like okay. proper old school, crazy weapons. Um, they have a strange weapon system, actually, in that it's all about upgrades. You only actually have two guns, but they have different firing configurations. Oh, that's a cool idea. Um, and it's all about how, how you, you use them, them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and it, lo- it looks quite pretty as well. Um, yeah, I'll keep my eye on that one. It's uh, there's probably not much to talk about. Is that it's kind of like a game then, or is it? Uh, no, it'll be PC. I think fairly oh, right. exclusively PC design. A Steam thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, okay, that, that looks pretty interesting. Cool. Um, it might be one of those games like Bulletstorm where it's hard to talk about because it's just a shooter, but yeah. it's an insanely fun shooter. Um, so uh, yeah, we'll keep an eye out for that one. Uh, yeah, I might. I might hand over at this point because I think I'm running out of things cool. that are That's important good. to talk about well uh, Zachary Burgess it's your turn We. what have you been playing man I haven't been playing Wii <laughs> um, I've been playing a lot of like little bits of games but mostly old stuff and in one case extremely old stuff what's let's, that let's start, start with, with the oldest the g- retro gaming section from well Zachary. basically <laughs> basically did you finish Skies of Arcadia uh, no, I've still got that to do, but I haven't had access to the Wii, of course, because we're not in that house, and they left the Wii at the other house. They left it there? Yeah. Why? Because there's no proper TV in, the other, in, the, in this oh, house. Right. Right and you don't have your TV on the floor situation? No, because we don't have that, because yeah. that's not there either. Oh, speaking of TV, yeah. very quickly, new iPlayer on PlayStation. It's actually good. <laughs> good. Yes. Well, Success. It seems Best. to work. I guess. Yes. You can watch HD. <laughs> well, sort of HD. Yeah, but it's, it's not flash player anyway, so it works. Hooray! Yay! Anyway, so yeah, but basically what happened was uh, on Giant Bomb they did their Thursday night throwdown, of course, and it was UT two thousand four, and I was like, yep. man, I could totally play some UT two thousand four. So I was like, fuck this, I'm going to install it. Not for, not for the Thursday night throwdown, no. just like afterwards. I wasn't intending to try and enjoy it because really you know awesome how badly that goes. Yeah, because yeah. those servers are so far away and so far constantly, yep. instantly. But, um, yeah, so I installed UT Channel 4 and then played some of that for, like, 20 minutes, and I was like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> that was enough. What, did, did it give you perspective on how games were? Maybe. It was kind of... I I was still, like... I, I re- The only real thing that I remembered about it was that dual assault rifles is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Because normal, oh, yeah. the assault rifle you start with is, you know, the generic boring weapon that, you know, you're not meant to keep it. You're meant to go and get one of the proper weapons. But then if you pick up someone else's and have dual assault rifles, fuck yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious and awesome. There's a certain coolness to that. And also it has a grenade launcher, which is basically my default weapon. For, it's like, because that grenade launcher is fucking powerful. Mm. You can just hold, hold, hold like the longer you hold down the mouse button, the faster the grenade travels. But you can hold it at maximum, so it basically almost becomes a rocket launcher. <laughs> so you just run around and grenade people in the face. And then I also discovered that another thing that I sort of remembered and then realised once I tried it again was that the bot skill levels is totally fucked. Oh yeah, it's like you go up to skilled and they're too easy, and then if you go to adept, they become inst- instantly way too hard. Way too hard yeah. It's like there's no middle ground. <laughs> So yeah, that was about all of UT 2004. Played that for like a little while and then was like, okay, I'm done. Maybe I should uninstall this, but I probably won't, but whatever. Just leave it on there. My hard disk, my first games partition is actually getting full. Are all the servers on the internet running those stupid like um, buggy trial levels, you know, where you have to try and get your... Do you remember that? Yeah. They made those yeah. really shit levels where you had to those try and get your buggy to the end. They were kind of funny, but... <laughs> That's all it bloody was towards the end. People trying to get around this ridiculous obstacle course. Yeah. 
That was kind of funny in its own way. They, they were okay. There were some good ones came out towards the end of that fad. You know, when you know, there, there were some good ones eventually. But when that first started coming out, it was just like, this is really boring. <laughs> I want to play assault mode and stop the car from reaching the crane. Or whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> Although I did see the what's up guys people uh, talking about the achievementhunter.com people yeah. talking about some crazy game mode that someone had made in Forge where you have a very long ramp uh, uh, in the air above the cliffs and uh, um, people spawn up top with, with warhogs and they just go down the ramp and then they get teleported to the top so they go faster and faster oh, yeah, and faster yeah, yeah. and then you had to sort of the other team was sort of wandering up the ramp trying <laughs> to stab them as they came with the with the gravity hammer I think as they came down <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the stupidest thing I've ever seen that's great <laughs> yeah so check that out on YouTube uh, I can't remember what it was called but just look up Achievement Hunter people and it'll be one of their recent videos there were some good ones actually there's kind of like those, those sort of like challenge levels I think work better in Halo than they ever did in UT. Yeah. Like, sort of just like, can you land or oh, the, the man golf one was kind of cool that we saw in Achievement Hunter. So there's whether they someone had actually made a literal sort of like golf cup and uh, <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> you had to fire your bloke into it. But that's kind of weird that it would work better in Halo because actually in UT you had like you had like air dodging and shit that should have actually made it that's true yeah you could do more technical maneuvers you could jump off the walls couldn't you in, in UT couldn't you I don't know if they still had that in 2004 I yeah they did I didn't oh, test it I'm pretty sure you can because if you were really good you could get across the level without touching the ground well that was especially true in the earlier UTs yeah that's <laughs> awesome I was never good. They only, they only added wall jumping in 2003 yeah, yeah that was the main one that it was ridiculous in though yeah but then no one liked 2003 apparently well, no, 2003, there was nothing particularly wrong with it. It's just that it was... Well, that version of Unreal Engine wasn't particularly uh, refined at that stage, so it had quite a lot of yeah. glitches. And then they released um, 2004 too and, soon. And, well, no, and, and partly because that was one of the biggest complaints of 2003 was the content level was quite it was low. quite low, yeah. And then 2004 came out with an enormous amount of content. And yeah. it's like... Oh, and they fixed all the bugs. So, well, most of them. And <laughs> At least just... you got a rebate if you'd bought... Exactly. No, was, I think they handled that quite yeah, well. Yeah, it was fine. But it, and it never materialised because everyone thought it would be like FIFA and there'd be one every year until yeah. the end of time. And it never happened, did it? After 2004? We only got UT3, which was built on, on the Gears yeah. of War engine. Which, Maybe uh, we played that. Um, sure it was okay. It was bad. It, that was why. It wasn't bad. It's just it they wasn't... introduced stupid mechanics. It wasn't an improvement. Yeah, the, the stupid hoverboards didn't work that well. And, uh, yeah. They tried to make, like, so you don't have to walk across a giant map, so it gave everyone hoverboards. Right. Um, which just meant that you couldn't do so much during it meant you know, you know those game types of it UT was never great I don't think with vehicles it's like some of the levels worked yeah. but the majority of them didn't yeah and uh, there was that one level in 2004 with the giant truck that went around the junkyard that was kind of cool that was possibly my favourite assault level that one yeah that was really quite cool spider mines everywhere <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah. Mines. but yeah I know yeah vehicles weren't necessarily the strong suit no one's been. At, we were talking about this when Reach came out, didn't we? Because Reach was supposed to bring back assault mode in that invasion type, essentially. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's just not as good. It's like, can't someone make a decent assault mode, please? This assault was awesome. Yeah. It was so. It's because all the levels were so different. That's why we basically just joined assault playlists. Yeah. Pretty cool. Even just that first one with the crazy desert convoy. 
Mm. That was pretty funky. That was classy. And the um, uh, the space okay, the space one wasn't quite so yeah. cool. Space combat was, was, a bit was a bit dodged. shit. Yeah, but, but the, uh, they but could do yeah. that in Halo with the actual Halo Reach space combat for a laugh. Yeah, stick that into exactly. multiplayer for for the first bit of an assault level. <laughs> In fact, that would be really cool. They could even do like the initial invasion of the Pillar of Autumn at the start of Halo as a multiplayer assault map. Yeah, that would be, be amazing. Cool. <laughs> that would be cool. Hang on, it just reminded me. We've got a um, Combat Evolved Anniversary Edition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Extra maps for Reach, though, included. So cool. hooray for cool. that. Anyway, Zach, you were playing. Yes, we so. did 2004. Um... Then there was a variety of other things that I didn't play all that much, but played a lot of different things. And also a lot of weird little updates to things. Um, Terraria, Terraria. I played Just Cause 2 again, because I was still trying to get those achievements that I missed when I was offline. Yeah. And I got the I did Mission 5, which was the last of the mission ones that I was missing. So now it's just a matter of like going for the hardcore, finishing that hardcore run-through. So do the last two missions... And then I can go back to my up into my easier save, and then uh, then see how many more of the achievements I get. Because I think I could theoretically get all of them. Mm. Just don't know how long it would take. Finding all the vehicles and flying under bridges is going to be the ones that take the longest. Yeah. So I don't know. I might try. Depends. I haven't been playing Just Cause too much, and it's getting to that point where it's like, oh no, I might have lost interest, and then I'll never play it again. <laughs> but it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and then there was quite a lot of Terraria because they did another big update to that. Oh yeah, which was actually quite significant. It, I mean, there was lots of new items and enemies and shit like they have done for the last couple of updates, but now they've totally like rebalanced all the health system and stuff. So you have like regenerating health, but then you still also have health potions, but you just can't use health potions as often. So it like makes the combat more sort of important. Oh, I see. <laughs> More sort of actually try not to get hit rather than just stand health patients every time your health gets yeah. So, and then it, basically it, the developer guy suggested like, what you should do, because this new patch is so significant, you could you should start a new character so you can experience how how like the progression is modified by the yeah. fact that you actually have to think about it some more or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I basically start a new character and then play that for a goddamn way too long because it's like, oh, now I have to do all the new character Everything stuff again. again. <laughs> it's like I have to go into caves and find the health crystals to give me more health and then I have to mine all the minerals to upgrade my weaponry to the maximum level gradually over time. Basically played the game through, yeah. Sort of, basically, as it were, again. Again, I still haven't finished that. I've only just I've killed the boss that guards the dungeon, so I can get into the dungeon. I haven't been into the jungle, underground jungle yet, and I haven't been into hell yet. So those are like the three final stages of this. I'm not sure which one to do first because it's like I'm not sure which one of those is actually more difficult, and I'm not actually that very well armored. Right. Okay. Because in order to get like the next level of armor, yeah, I have to go, go into, into one, one of those, those places. Areas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure which one will be easiest. Probably the dungeon, I suspect. Probably. Also, I need one of the one of the items you get out of the dungeon is a thing that gives you like plus two defense, but it also prevents knockback, which is really important because it's way too easy to just like get knocked back straight into lava and then you die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like the dungeons and sense. Just like place one to go. bat comes down and pumps <laughs> you into the lava. Down and you. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! 
Um, I very nearly died from falling into lava. I was like, I was, I dug, I was trying to channel some water into some lava to make some obsidian, and I, so I dug this channel that went over a lava pit, and I was like, I was just about to put a foot like planks over the hole to so I wouldn't fall into it, and then that hit me straight into the hole. It's like, fuck! I knew that was going to happen, and then I fell directly into the lava. It's like, oh shit! Quick, grapple onto the ceiling, and then, and then I, I like, I got out of the lava with like twenty health left. <laughs> and I'm like, oh well, that was nice. Nicely done, very Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that was the other mate. One of the other sort of more important things about the update to Terraria was yeah. like they redid sort of the inventory system somewhat. So there's various like when you open a chest, there's a loot all button, and then you also have this other button which is quick stack where where if there's anything in the chest, a stack of anything in the chest that you also have in your inventory, it just puts everything in your inventory ah, into those stacks. Cunning. So it makes it management a lot easier. And also, now with grappling hook, you don't have to have in your number bar, providing it's in your inventory, it has its own button now. Oh, cool. Which defaults to E. But then, because that's a keyboard button and next to your WSD, I was like, oh, that's no good. I want it on my mouse to grapple. Uh, like, mainly like yes. Just Cause 2, because I have Just Cause's grapple on my side mouse button, because that's really, because it defaults to F in Just Cause, and that's no good either. So I was like, I need it on the mouse button, but of course Terraria doesn't let you bind keys to mouse buttons. So I had to write an auto-hotkey script. Auto-hotkey script! That's (laughs) exactly what I was thinking. I was thinking, you can solve this problem with auto-hotkey like every problem ever. (laughs) So now I have just like this annoying one-line script on my own button just like replaces mouse 4 with E. (laughs) Run this script when you run this game. Or you could even have it detect if you had the right window open if... If (laughs) If you just left it running all the time, yeah. Left it running all the time. Or include it in your standard script. Yeah. I do. So yeah, kind of done. But yeah, so Mortarero was kind of awesome. And then also, I think it was sort of before I went back to Terraria, I was also in the mood for something along those lines. So I was like, oh, maybe I should try Minecraft again. Yeah. I, 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 it was like, it was, I'd start, before this, uh, before I knew about this Terraria patch, I was like, oh man, I could totally go for some kind of something like that. Maybe I should try Minecraft instead of just going back to my Terraria again. Yeah. So I went back into Minecraft and like fucked around with that for a while. But then I kind of forgot, because they still haven't, got to their next update like oh, the yeah. adventure update where, yeah, yeah. where it's like more of a game supposedly or is that the release of the game the adventure update mm, I don't think so is although considering, considering how long it's taken it might be yeah <laughs> I don't think they were intending that to be the, the release the for the release, release date yeah. which is like 11th of November or whatever yeah but uh, yeah, so I went back into Minecraft and I was playing around that. But because they haven't got to that next update, I'd forgotten how fucking buggy this is. It's like, oh man, this really sucks. It's like random bits of landscape don't change their lighting, so like they get stuck in daylight when it's nighttime, or they don't render at all and there's just giant holes in the landscape. It's like this is really fucked. <laughs> well, compared to Terraria, yeah, yeah, it's interesting. So I was just like, oh, this kind of sucks. Minecraft is still buggy I need a patch but they're taking so long to make this patch because they're not making bug fixes in the meantime they're putting it all into this big patch they need to release that yeah it's kind of sort of like Dwarf Fortress that's why I haven't played Dwarf Fortress for ages because they haven't they've been building up to this big release that's actually going to change a lot of mechanics but what I was annoyed about was the little bugs that they still hadn't fixed in the previous version <laughs> you might be interested there was a six page long New York Times article I think I read on that Dwarf one. Fortress yeah it was really interesting <laughs> Yeah, that guy's like a genius or something. Yeah, <laughs> he's a coding man. Yeah, it's just like, Wah. yeah, and he just drinks Mountain Dew and stuff. And that. Just <laughs> <laughs> that. Oh, that's the way he thinks. Yeah, Minecraft. Yeah. So Steve wants us to do a video of Tracy. The new version. He has done 
I, I did see the ramp that he's built for Thunderbird 2 that uses the pistons. Oh, right, yeah. And it, underneath, it's absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> it takes about five minutes to go up, of course, because it can only go up one, one thing at a time. time. But it's like, underneath, it's this insane system with clocks and things yeah. made out of the pistons, and it's just completely mental. So It would yeah. have to be. Yeah, so we, we will have to do the new version of some, a, a video. Yeah. Yeah, we need to work that some, out something Crazy. to do with that. Yeah, and I also went and installed the texture pack again because I hadn't installed the the nice textures for Minecraft. And basically, oh, yeah. there's this one pack that everyone uses that has a total retexturing. It has this awesome web page where basically you can customize it entirely. On where it's like page. every tile has like ten or twelve different options of what you can have. So it's like oh, wow. I want my grass to look like this, and I want my other grass to look like this. <laughs> and you can configure it all the different options, and then it all, creates a pack. Is it all still That's pixely, awesome. or is it like a high res? It's higher pack. res, but it's still pixely. There is. You, a, want, you don't want to ruin the sort of. Well, style. there is also a, a high res pack that's like sixty-four pixel textures <laughs> instead of whatever they are, sixteen or something, thirty-two maybe. <laughs> but yeah, so I installed that pack again. And there's, that pack is really... You can do really weird shit with it, like, where you you can make, the, uh, make it entirely a snowland, where even in the not-snow areas, you can have it look like snow. And all the animals could be polar bears. <laughs> <laughs> or weirdly shaped polar bears, because it's like... Turning a, turn a cow into a polar bear. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't quite look right. So is the bigger... Is it the big update of Minecraft where they're going to introduce that creepy enemy you were telling me about? Yeah, apparently. The, the weird... Whatever the fuck are they? I think they, they're calling it the Enderman, which I'm sure means something in some yeah. language. It sounds like a cheese. Or... <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> Emmental, isn't it? Well, like, like, <laughs> I, have an, I have a ham and Enderman. Well, the thing is, the, the, the Enderman, I think that if it's not something in some language... Presumably, you know, <laughs> Swedish. Yeah. So I tried to say ham and enderman really quickly. Like, ham and enderman. <laughs> ham and enderman. <laughs> it's like, if that's not something in Swedish, it sounds a lot like... Ham and enderman. It sounds a lot like Slenderman. <laughs> Slenderman. Because that's something from... Slenderman. Slenderman is something from the stupid... <laughs> from the stupid um, Smash Brothers hacks. Where you hack Pikachu into... Pikachu's model into a different model and it stretches all the limbs out to fit the (laughs) normal human it's the slender (laughs) slenderman and that's basically what the enemies look like in Minecraft they're long and thin so it's like is that coincidental or was that intentional Mm. not sure I just don't know but yeah those enemies are presumably coming in the adventure pack and then like weird pigman towns or something ham and enderman pigman towns yeah because you already get zombie pigman in hell yeah that's true and the Pigman model has been in the game, but they've never actually been in. used. Yeah. And I think he's planning on making, like, towns of them as the generic, like, NPC towns. That you just come across in the world. Yeah. How and that's going to work? You can bend to your will by just remodelling their town. <laughs> yeah, by just levelling it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as usual. I wonder if creepers will attack the towns and you have to defend them. <laughs> Well, I mean, the the idea of the adventure pack having some kind of missions or something, it's like... quests or something. There's going to be actual gameplay involved. Kill 12 sheep. Yeah. Maybe they'll... Punch 12 sheep to death. Maybe they'll also update the... uh, All the, um... All the achievement... The the achievement tree thing that's meant to be the tutorial. Because obviously that doesn't have anything in it at the moment. That was just to demonstrate the principle. Presumably that has to be done at some point before it gets released for the Xbox version. Mm, That's true. So that's Minecraft. Yes, that was Minecraft and Terraria. Um, the, I, uh, the block building adventure game things. Yeah. 
there was several more updates for Space Game that I've also been playing. Yes, there's been maybe the only sort of interesting. There was like translations for different languages, but there was they also made it so that in the custom puzzle creation thing and the thing that updates with new puzzles like weekly or whatever, they've made made it so you can actually make proper levels now where it has like numbers. You can have multiple reactors with the pipes. Okay. So you can make those custom now, which is pretty sweet. Okay. Lots more complicated puzzles. <laughs> Very fun. Yep. So I played that quite a bit. I played a small amount of audio surf. Um, not much to say about that. It's just audio surf. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what else. I haven't been playing Eve really. Logging in, checking my stuff. As you do. Okay. Man. I'm sure there was more. Running but I, out of shit. <laughs> I can't remember what the other thing was. There was something else important. Oh, okay. Never mind. Come back to you. Yeah, you do some more. I'll do me. <laughs> uh, how much time we got? Yeah, how much time have we got? I think we got plenty. Yeah. Um, I finished Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, so you'll be glad to hear. Woo. You want some uh, talk about that? Yeah. What, what happened? Is it, is, it, is it a good ending or is it like a shit cliffhanger ending? It's both. Yeah. So it's a good I, cliffhanger ending? I think, well, the that's hanger. the thing. So... <laughs> <laughs> it's a shagger. Ham and Endor. I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> ham and Endor. This is what we should Endor. call an ending like that. Ham and Endor. I need to find a way of using this. So ham and Endor. <laughs> what a good and shit ending is a Ham and Endor. Ham and Endor. Yeah, well, it was definitely a hand of it. Well, what I'm saying is that because uh, I care about. Because 95% of the time in Assassin's Creed 2 and Brotherhood, you are playing as Ezio. And for me, I care about the Ezio story and what's yeah. going on in Italian, in Renaissance Italy. And that stuff was cool. It had a good story, uh, characters that are real historic characters, you know, the Borgia, Rodrigo Borgia, Cesare, Lucrezia, all those people are real people. In fact, they've just started a new TV series called The Borgias, which looks really dumb, but <laughs> it has all those characters in, you know, because it's got like Jeremy Irons as, as awesome as one of the Borgias or something. <laughs> Anything he does is awesome. Yeah. The rest so, of the programme will be shit. Which yeah. Be Jeremy Irons will be amazing. Be shit. It's just an excuse for lots of uh, historic uh, uh, period period wankery and yeah. <laughs> pointless sex scenes. What's it called? Um, a, a bit like um, Spartacus. Yeah. Or just nothing but sex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so that uh, had a really epic ending battle and stuff in a kind of fire-strewn battlefield somewhere in Italy or something with red skies and everything. It was really cool. And it had stealth sections and an awesome epic battle at the end. That was great. And then, of course, the 5% of the time in Assassin's Creed is Desmond in the future, mm. or in the near future. And that had a shit cliffhanger ending, <laughs> which was utterly pointless. And, like, I don't know why. Like, the giant pump people seem to care about Desmond and his story and not care about the Ezio story and it's well, like say why? They don't care about it, yeah but, but they... it's like that story's got bad acting I think from from uh, uh, you don't, you don't like the British guy do you no he's uh, he's better in this one but he's still annoying and I don't think Christian Bell or whatever her name is is that great either really oh who plays woman woman Womany woman, exactly. Yeah. She plays woman. The woman who woman. plays the woman, yeah. Yeah. Well, there's two women now because now your kind of operator person who runs the animus is also a woman, yeah, like a sort of geek woman, but obviously sexy for no for no reason as well. Uh, and uh, who else is there? Oh, and you, Desmond, who's Nolan North, who's fine. Yeah, he's alright. Yeah, he's fine. Nolan, Nolan North, I, 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 you know. 
He can, he can voice everything. I don't care. You know, he's doing the voice of uh, the penguin in, in, uh, in yeah in uh, Batman Arkham City as a, like a Cockney penguin. Is he in space? He looks really great. That looks really great. <laughs> Uh, is he in space? Okay. I'm space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are, mate. Yep. <laughs> We're both in space. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So it's both a good and shit ending, I would say, because I it had a yeah, as I say, cliffhanger. I won't say what happens, but it was kind of dumb. But uh, there were some great moments at the end of the game in actual Italy. Uh, you actually got your hands on the Apple of Eden at last, which seems to be the main MacGuffin of the series. Mm. Uh, in, in Assassin's Creed 2, you get hold of it, and then it gets stolen at the start of Brotherhood. Uh, but this time, you actually get to use it as an actual weapon. Mm. Uh, it's quite weird. When you're holding it, you can't use any of your other weapons. And uh, it, ha- it has a sort of mind control power. So basically, you hold down the button to charge it up. It takes away your health as it's doing that. And then it expands a kind of zone around you that gets bigger and bigger the longer you hold it down. And then when you release, all the enemies in that zone go insane and start attacking each other rather than you. Okay, yeah, classic. There's like like there's a poison in Bullet Storm that does the same thing. Yeah. So and it, so it kills you, but also you get regenerating health while you're holding it, unlike in the normal game. Mm. Uh, so you you have to manage your health is is your ammo effectively, okay. and you can't switch weapon. So there's some quite comedy sections where there's a bit in the uh, Colosseum where you're fighting off a whole bunch of uh, enemies, and you have to kind of run around in circles so that you they group into a big blob uh, and then deploy. So it's like round, round them up, <laughs> then deploy, <laughs> and then they fight each other and kill each other, yeah. and then a whole bunch of new ones come in, and then you round them up. It's like tard herding. Yeah, it's tard herding, but it is quite hilarious, and it is quite powerful. You I think can shorten that to turding. Turding. <laughs> <laughs> with the shit hangers. <laughs> turding with the shit hanger. I think they're called tag nuts. <laughs> so basically... What? Tag nuts? <laughs> so... <laughs> Turn herding your, your, your shit hangers. <laughs> Have an end of all. Have an end of all. Yeah. So. Yeah, pretty cool. <laughs> if you like it, you should mash your face in it. <laughs> I did more of the uh, uh, layers of Romulus, which are like big platforming uh, things. They're completely optional in this one. Oh, okay. I, I'm not sure. I think they might have been optional in two, the kind of temples but now they're called Les or Romulus but I didn't do the last one because it was in the Vatican district and that only gets unlocked right at the end of the game mm. and uh, so it's quite hard to do it before you've actually got to the end sequence you'd have to go back in and I can't really be bothered now at this point <laughs> I've done all the other ones if I did that I'd get to see what the secret treasure of Romulus is but if it's some weapon it's not going to be much use to me is it <laughs> no. yeah so how, how did you do with your bro training oh yeah I never worked out what the point of that was, or, or I, I never did it. Like all, I went through the whole game without ever sending anyone on a contract mission, which I should have done to train them up. But I mean, they are useful because they come in and and um, yeah, you got the bro button. Yeah, I got they use the bro button all the time, but then they get killed, and then I just recruit a new one. But I wouldn't ever level them up really, apart from what experience they gained from fighting mm. alongside me. I mean, you're supposed to level them up in a kind of little football manager type mini game thing, but it never kind of teaches you how to do it mm. or maybe I missed that bit or something but you're supposed to send them on contracts but there's so much shit to do in that game that you're just by yourself that it's yeah. quite hard to, to... One, of those, one of those things you know the, the, 
a feature overload in a way. Yeah, it but, is. Yeah. It was for me. I, I wish I'd got into it. I kept meaning to go, all right, this is the time I'm going to look into it. Because the way it works is you just have to go to like one of these uh, pigeon coops and then you can access the menu for it. And you can. Uh... But well, I didn't go to them very Wait, often. Wait, so you could... train your bros in a pigeon? Well, presumably you send the messages from carrier pigeons. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Oh, I get it. They're not like like living in pigeon coops. To <laughs> no. That's what they pop where they pop out of. It's like that's why they're everywhere in the city. They're living in all the pigeons. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, he does send. Seem to it's cool. Cool. <laughs> the dove from above. Cool. Cool. The deadly dove from above. They call me the deadly dove. <laughs> I've come to end your existence with my coup of disaster. <laughs> my coup d'etat. Oh. <laughs> Hums. Hums. <laughs> yes. So, yes. Cool. Cool. Yes, good game. Uh, finally finished it. Okay, uh, good game. There's more bloody Assassin's Creed on the way, and I've only just finished this one. Yeah, but you could probably take a break now, can't yeah, you? And then get Revelation to. when it cheapens. Yeah, I'm going to get Revelations later, but I am going to get it because it looks really cool. The Istanbul stuff looks really different, mm. and it, that's what it needs, some variety now. It was fair enough of them to do two games in Italy, and it, Rome was a nice change of pace from uh, the other cities, you know, Florence and stuff, although I still think Florence and Venice and stuff were better. Mm. But Istanbul just looks... Freaking sweet, <laughs> and uh, so uh, uh, and they they refine mechanics and stuff. So uh, I will probably play that eventually. But look forward to a good long break about talking about Assassin's Creed, unless uh, unless I Rob starts. But yeah. I'd like to see your perspective, and you'd probably finish it faster than I would because you're a bit more dedicated. I'll, I will try and yeah, I'll, I'll try and keep the uh, um, the amount we talk about it down if I do start playing it because uh, we've we've probably flooded our possibly uh, our tag list with ads. yeah. Bit too much ass. <laughs> ass, yeah. Yeah, ass, ass, and sins. Not without good reason, because they're good games. But uh, I will take a break from your correspondence on that. Hooray! Uh, um, so, what else have I been playing? Uh, I took a dive into Ballad of Gay Tony because I thought that needed playing at some point. Uh, so, Grand Theft Auto Four doesn't look as good as it used to. Okay. Obviously, you were saying that Lenny Noir was a step up, and I was going, oh, "Is it really?" And then you go into GTA Four, it's like, "Yeah, fair enough." <laughs> I mean, the city is really nice in, in in GTA, but like the texture quality is look starting to look low, and like the dithering effect they have, and the frame rate and everything, just to make it run, okay. just doesn't look as good as it used to. Like it looks fine, but it's just not high res, like. Compared to Red Dead or or L.A. Noire, it, it's just an earlier version of the engine. And the, okay. it, hasn't, it hasn't been upped for this DLC pack at all. No, no, it wouldn't So, be. I mean, you can go on the internet and see what people have done with it on the PC with their Ice Enhancer mods, making it look almost photorealistic. Uh, but uh, just playing it on the 360, yeah, it's showing its age now, definitely. And uh, Ballad of K. Tony itself, I, I've only just started it, but it's just more... Missions. I don't think it looks as interesting story-wise as uh, um, Lost and Damned. Mm. Uh, Is there much Wang action in this one? No Wang action yet. Uh, there's a lot of people calling each other faggots, uh, but no, <laughs> okay. no Wang action. Well, obviously, yeah. Gay Tony, and you hang around with him, and everyone obviously calls you <laughs> horrible names. Oh, so you're not playing as Gay Tony? No, no, you don't. You play as Luis Lopez or whatever, uh, who's his like bodyguard. Gay lover. Yeah, that's what everyone accuses him of. <laughs> obviously, yeah. Uh, no, you don't play as gay, Tony. Luis Lopez. Yeah. Uh, 
obviously of Mexican, I presume. Or I don't know. I'm trying to think. Would he, was he Mexican? I or... think he is. Yeah. Lopez. Yeah. Because <laughs> you've played what Eastern European. And Gringo, ads. Yeah, but he's kind of cool. He wears a sharp suit and he like is a nightclub proprietor type person. So. Okay. So is it like nightclub based mini games? Yes. Okay. And uh, uh, the you know they updated the soundtrack in and in uh, Lost and Dan they put in more rock. Yeah. Well now it's got more dance music. More disco. More disco. Boom. Yeah. And it has some quite cool stuff. They've changed it so that at the end of missions, you get kind of mission summary screen that shows you like how well you did on certain performance factors. But I find it kind of annoying because it's quite hard to get. You don't know what those factors are when you go into the mission. Mm. I don't think there might be a way of looking up, but I'm not sure. And then it grades you, and then it, it's huge and it's a big rainbow thing right in front of the screen because it doesn't pause the game. And you have to kind of get out of it at the end of the mission. And I, I don't know, it's a bit strange. It's not really a GTA thing, is no, it? No, not really. So it's not since weird. they went realism, anyway. Yeah, so that's different. Um, there's a few new vehicles and stuff, but I don't know. It is just more GTA 4. I'm hoping in future, there. Uh, I think there are aeroplanes and, and lots of helicopters and lots of exciting flying missions in this one. So that will be a bit more different. And they've introduced a character who is like Brucey's even more alpha male brother. Who's <laughs> shorter than him, but is like super pumped. And it's like making Brucey feel really bad. More, more steroids yeah. than you can possibly imagine. He's like bright orange. <laughs> it's really funny. <laughs> Yeah, so that might be an interesting Much story arc. Because you've got to love Brucey. Brucey is hilarious. Be genetically different, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that was that. Uh, what else have I been playing? I played some Wipeout Pulse Ooh. on my BSP, which since I got the battery off you, oh, yes. which works fine. By the way, I still have that. Uh, uh, <laughs> Give me my stuff. <laughs> yes. <laughs> playing that on the train. That's still great. I like Wipeout. It's, it great, looks, it? it's quite low res now. But when you compare it to an iPhone screen, but yeah. I mean, they're going to fix that with Vita. I can't wait for a... Uh, oh, yeah, new wipeout. New wipeout. 2048 or whatever Fuck it is. yeah. Although I never finished every challenge in bloody HD and... There were a lot, and, though. ...and Fury, because, yeah, there was quite a lot. But, well, no, I got to the end of both the trees, but the last stuff, like, when you... Oh, what, is the, what is the hardest speed called, or...? Venom. Phantom. Phantom, yeah. Phantom, yeah. When you get to phantom speed, yeah. it's freaking impossible. That game gets difficult. Oh, Pulse is bloody long. Yeah, I didn't even realise. I'd only just gone off like the first grid and there's like yeah. six of them or something. It's Pulse, insane. Pulse is quite massive. And some of the little hexagons you have to fill in are whole championships. Yeah. So they're like multi-race things. It's like a crazy amount of content. Although, you know, not it, that many well, levels. No, that, this, is, ra- this is... Not that many tracks. So you end up playing the same track over again. This is where it falls into the um, the Dirt 2 category of like yeah. of, of, of large, where there's not enough actual different events yeah. and they repeat too much. I definitely agree with that about Dirt 2 as well. It didn't seem to matter so much in Wipeout HD, but in... Pulse and Dirt and Dirt Two and Grid, um, they're all kind of the yeah. same. Yeah, I hope Dirt Dirt Three doesn't do as much as that. Yeah, I'm, I'm still interested in getting that. At some yeah, point. I, I will pick up Dirt Three at some point. But I, yeah, oh, actually, yeah, that was another thing I played this week. Was I played a bit of Dirt Two again? Oh yeah, because it's, it's fun to get the wheel out and because it, it's so pretty. <laughs> um, and uh, and I got a bit disheartened away because I thought, oh, I've made it to the All Star Challenges. It's fine. I'll just work my way through those. And then looked at the events completed, and there's a hundred events in the game. And apparently, even though I'm up to like the tier three levels, I've done 
58%. And I'm like, fuck! Yeah, how much more now. of this is there to go? It's like 20 hours on the clock and I'm only halfway through it. I'm going to have to abandon that game and get three, I think, at some point. At some point it'll have to be done. <laughs> I mean, it's still great fun, don't get me wrong. Yeah. And, oh, and I actually managed to get the online play to work on PC, which me and Zach had difficulty with last time. You had to turn I, your CPU stepping off. Yeah, I had, well, I had. Yeah, previously I had to turn my CPU stepping off because Games for Windows has a bit of a problem with it. Yeah. Um, but I had all kinds of issues, like my frame rate dropped dramatically when I went online. Mm-hmm. Um, for some reason, that didn't happen this time. Um, I, so I had my full frame rate, but it still suffers from the problem that most people in most racing games are colliding Frenching bastards. It's like you just get French. Yeah, you, uh, I forgot this about game, that. Yeah, uh, <laughs> sort of phrase for. Drivers that would rather ram you off the road than have a good race. It's like when you have a fantastic race and everyone's like driving cleanly and fairly, then it is brilliant. Like it's actually really, really good. But that happens so rarely. The majority of people you play will just ram you off into into a tree, and then you're fucked for the entire race. And it's like not fun. Yeah, it doesn't really appeal to me. I have to say, mm. like some... it's like it could be so good, but you have to get the right crowd, which is absent from practically every driving game I've ever played. Yeah. I always find the best fun, the most fun driving games for multiplayer are just the kart races rather than... <laughs> yeah, you're probably ones. right. Lot of blur. Yeah. Well, that's kind it's of a kart, kart race. Though, so, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, what else have I played? Oh, I, I got Groove Coaster on the uh, iOS. So did I. Yeah. What do you think? I was expecting more to it. Yeah, it's quite simple. It's just but I like it. tap in time, isn't it? I like it, though. It's like... It's... And the music is quite bizarre. Yeah. It has to be said, the music in that is mental. It's like it's nice when you come across the ones that are actually um, essentially mixes or slight reuses of the stuff from Space Invaders Extreme. Right, and, okay. Um, I wouldn't and, pick up on that. And the Arkanoid DS game. Oh, yeah, it's a whole Arkanoid like. Yeah, there's a few track, songs from Arkanoid. I, I, don't, I hadn't played the, the, the Arkanoid DS game, but it's... Uh, yeah, those are some of the best tracks, and I think in, in Groove Coast. I haven't finished it yet or got all the way through the. Me either. Yeah. I've been playing it in sporadic bursts. Yeah, but it's uh, uh, yeah, it's quite nice. I, I still like that graphical graphical style. Yeah, the sort it's of cool. Infinity Gene look is quite neat. It looks cool. It's, it's like it's well produced. I like that level up effect where it goes all sort of wow. weirdly warpy, and that sound that it makes it's great. Yeah, but, uh, it's good. The the uh, presentation, visual yeah, presentation, and oral presentation good. is all uh, is very good. Um, for an iPhone game. Oh, definitely. Um, and uh, it is simple. It, it's like, but I don't want anything that complicated when I'm on the, that. I don't know. I, it depends uh, what, how much time you have. If you want yeah. a quick burst, it's perfect. It's really good. Because uh, the levels are short as well. They're not like a full yeah. song. They tend to be at most two minutes. Two minutes yeah. And... Which is great. And they're like, it's like kind of a cross between Res and Elite Beat Agents almost. But less it. complicated than either. Yeah, far simpler. This is because it's quite literally just tap or hold, isn't it? Yeah. Eventually, apparently, you do get swipe moves in the harder difficulty yeah. games, but I've not come across those okay. yet. Well, it's hard because sometimes the things come from the side. Yeah, that's, that's the trickiest bit, is yeah. trying to work out where the timing is yeah. on bits where the, the points are moving towards you from all angles. Because the, the, the uh, line that you're on kind of spirals and does things in 3D space that can make it quite difficult to tell yeah. perspective-wise when the note is coming. Yeah. And if to, you know to... the song, then you know what the beats are. There's, there's, there's one in particular, isn't it? Um, one of the, I think it was like a summary tune with a flower theme or something, but there's like a, um, oh, it a, does cu- a, a, cu- a couple of like three-quarter loops. And yeah. they, 
um, a load of dots move in from the outside yeah. in, into the circle, and it's like, well, I can't quite tell where they're going to move to, and you, you only see it a split second before it happens, and it's like, oh, yeah. I'm not entirely sure. Getting the timing right on those is really annoying. It's also a bit um, heavy-handed with the early press marking a miss, because the game encourages you to try and ad-lib. Um, yeah, I saw to, f- that. to fill in, it's like the, the, there are predefined points where if you tap and there's no dot, you get extra quite a large point bonus. Oh, cool! Because um, I've seen that happen. I was like, mm. yeah, um, there, there are predefined points, but the problem is then it, it sort of encourages you to try and find them. Yeah. Um, but if you're trying to squeeze one in in a quite a small spot, if there isn't one, it counts it as a miss for yeah. the following note. Of course, yeah. Which ruins your chain. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that's. That's a bit awkward. They're they're a bit heavy handed with the see. early press mechanic. Yeah, it's I a... see. Hmm. It's cool though. Yeah. Check it out. Uh, I presume it's gone up in price since. Yeah, it has done now. Yeah, but never mind. It's still, um, still pretty cool. I'm I might I'm still tempted to pick up Infinity Gene at some point, maybe on Xblar or yeah. possibly not the iPhone version because that style is just really well done. Cool. Uh, oh, I... Plants vs Zombies as well. Minor yeah. news: Retina update happened. Oh, did at it? Last. Oh. So iPhone four users can now have Plants vs Zombies in Super Crisp. Mm, good for you. Yeah, I really want an iPhone five. I can't wait. I really want that screen. I did. <laughs> I could just get a four now. <laughs> of course, but no. it's, it's all about might as well wait. Might and well and wait. the fours will. Uh, iOS five looks pretty cool as well. Yeah, and that will come on yeah. to my phone anyway. But uh, yeah, uh, good stuff. Good news. Uh, I, played... I haven't said good ears yet this week. There you go. Good, good, ears. good ears. I played the trial of From Dust. Oh right, what this did you afternoon. Think? Um, hmm, it's interesting. Uh... <laughs> this, this is the glowing review. Yeah, no, well, it's not a review because I haven't got that. I know, I mean, I know, but... Like basically, the physics and stuff of it is really cool, and uh, it looks really nice. Although it's a little bit blurry, I'm not sure if it's at pristine full HD. Res. Oh, well, not, not even 720, you mean? Well, well, maybe it is 720. I don't know. But uh, it just looked a tiny bit blurry on my screen. But um, maybe that was another problem. But Or maybe it's an effect. Yeah, it might be. Uh, but uh, the water and stuff looks really amazing. And uh, the way that you pick stuff up into balls. I mean, do you know the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the from dust mechanics. It's, yeah. it's, it's, so it's geomancing, a essentially, isn't it? It's... Yeah, yeah. So you, you're, you're this kind of snake thing that you move around and then uh, uh, the landscape, and then you hold down the left analog stick, uh, trigger, sorry, to pick up uh, earth or water or whatever you're hovering over on the landscape mm. into, a, into a levitating ball, and then you move it, and then you can deposit it with the right analog uh, trigger. Uh, and in that, in that way, you can uh, you know, make uh, land bridges mm. so that your people can move to the next totem to build the next village, mm. etc. But uh, you have to kind of make divert waters flow sometimes because mm. if you just try and build a bridge over a, like a cascading water it'll just get washed away so you have to try and divert the water so it has somewhere to go rather than just dam up behind the, mm. the thing and uh, and then there's lava and stuff and uh, and there's a very cool spit in like the second level where, where a huge tsunami comes in mm. and uh, because you've managed to get the magic spell from the from the across the, the, the dudes, yeah, can do the spell and uh, and uh, it protects them from the wave. It looks really damn cool, uh, but it's obviously quite a small game. But I think I don't think it would stand up to being a full game. So I think it's probably best. Probably that it, good that they went arcade. Yeah. yeah so exactly. how, did you, how did you find the actual controls? Because one of the major complaints, apart from the path 
finding of yeah. the of the people, which is apparently kind of awful in places. Yeah, um, is that sometimes the controls can require quite a lot of precision, and you don't get it. Well, it's kind of hard to see. My main complaint is that the um, camera view, uh, you can sweep around with the right analog stick uh, freely, but then up and down, it seems to have like almost two angles that you switch between rather mm. than having a free angle. Okay. So, because um, Hard so- to find the angle you like then. Yeah. If it's neighbour of those two. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's what I found. It seemed a bit of an odd choice because you, you'd you think if you wanted to deposit something precisely on an area of land, you'd just flick it up so that it was a bird's eye view. Mm. Uh, but you can't really do that. Um, it reminds me of like one of the other... Well, something about Just Cause 2 that that's reminds me of the, the classic third person driving thing where you can look around freely but it always resets your camera to the door thing. and that camera is not quite high enough to yeah. see in front of the car it's like you've done it again every goddamn driving GTA game in third person GTA <laughs> so you're constantly like jiggling the camera out and it goes back and you jiggle it up again and it goes back and it's like oh my God. <laughs> or if you're on a 360 controller you always have the right and like just a touch up yeah. like held up <laughs> so you can see where the fuck you're going yeah in car I assume on GTA I don't know if you can do that, can you? Can you? I presume, maybe you can. There's a hilarious mod for Just Cause, know. which makes the whole game first, first person. <laughs> which is great. incredibly weird. <laughs> and probably really difficult to play. Yeah. So, from Dust, yes. It's interesting, I'm not sure I was Yeah, I think I was more excited about it until it actually came out, and then sort of like, yeah. there's a number of fundamental flaws that people were saying. As in the trickier levels, for instance, people were saying that you're under kind of strict time requirements yeah. in places, and then and you're often let down by the fact that the AI doesn't seem to go where you've told it to go. That would be a problem because it already seems like it isn't. You'd you'd almost assume from initially trying the gameplay that it wouldn't be a challenge at all, but in fact there are you know time. Oh, I, I can see how it's and... very cl- how it could be really clever. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, the other flaw is that the, there's not much in the way of replay value other than challenge that you unlock which yeah. further restrict your geomancing capabilities um, and give you a, an even stricter time limit and that's where the precision control problem comes in because you're limited to only using a certain thing often the solution is quite something you need, to do, need to do fast yeah. um, potentially the PC version will get round this mouse control yeah but then you don't have they were saying you don't have the kind of analog control on the dropping that you get from the triggers which is uh, apparently quite nice yeah. but i and maybe it would be fine with the with the yeah. mouse buttons it'd probably be fine with the mouse buttons dump yeah dump <laughs> <laughs> yeah a game that gives me a dump button <laughs> Well, you can't dump everything in one go. No, you have to. You have to you do have it to, gradually. You have to sort of... Yeah, you have to drop <laughs> that. That way, you can kind of move back and forth to create a you bridge. To, you have to Norse power it. Yeah, Norse power. Yeah, <laughs> but it's not. It's not got nearly as much scope, like gameplay wise, as Black and White, which actually had a lot with its creature and everything. They had a ton of scope. Yeah. and did none of it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> exactly. God damn it! <laughs> Just general Peter Molly Yeah. Again. <laughs> If he hadn't gone insane in like the early 2000s, maybe we'd <laughs> had a few more decent games. Maybe we wouldn't have had Fable. Exactly. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, we're entitled to your genius. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you for being yeah, shit. Quit, quit holding out on us. <laughs> what, what, what are we getting? Oh, a non-rail rail shoot. <laughs> Connect. Great. Cheers, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Ham and Enderland. (laughs) 
Mm. Did you Excellent. remember what it was that you'd forgotten to talk about yet? No, it seems weird. I feel <laughs> like I've played a ton of games, and yet I apparently haven't. <laughs> I did play a lot of Terraria, so that accounts for quite a significant portion of time. That's true. But it did seem like I was doing other things in between. And what the hell is going on this week? Yeah, yeah I we, thought we, we had tons to do that, <laughs> but apparently not. We, we've covered everything really fucking quickly. And we've been professional. Yeah. Well, yeah, sort of. <laughs> 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 Laugh from a gusty room. <laughs> hmm. So what to talk about? Deus Ex is coming out soon. It's like two weeks. <laughs> Let's start a musical. Borderlands 2. Yeah, Borderlands 2 is officially two. announced. Not that that wasn't obvious. No, we knew, everyone fucking knew that was coming. Apart from the fact that the, 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 the first bit of art they've shown us is a midget with two guns. But <laughs> which is like, oh, they're going the PC route then. Yeah, They already had midgets. So. <laughs> That's true. Midget shotgunners. Yeah, they already had one gun. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> doesn't, uh, doesn't Rage come out this week as well? Does it? I think it might. Oh, long last. It's, it's just pre-order on Steam, but I don't know when it actually comes out. It's, 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 pretty, down, it's pretty darn close. So it's it's got integrated Steam stuff. Yeah, like cool. achievements and shit. Smart move. That's kind of nice, isn't it? So in contrast with all the EA stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still... Yeah, I am partially annoyed. Did we talk about this last time? About why EA ditched Steam? Yeah, I think so. Because mm. this is a bit did. stupid, isn't it? It's... Yeah, it's just an excuse, though. It's not real. No. But whatever. Uh, is this potentially a turnaround to EA turning back to evil? <laughs> because there was a period where they seemed to be sort of like changing their image, didn't but they? But it hasn't like... worked for them. Like, they've lost the, 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 they're, they're no longer number one now that they're good guys. Because Activision are now evil. Yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> so maybe they're thinking, if we go back to our evil ways, we'll be back to number one. <laughs> Because they've got their, their evil two-pronged assault on Activision Blizzard, haven't they? Yeah. So Activision have Call of Duty and World of Warcraft, and uh, EA has the Old Republic and uh, Battlefield 3. Not that the Old Republic and World of Warcraft are that much of a competing market. They are, though, aren't they? It's, well, like, they're competing for money. Well, sort of. But I, think I don't think there'll be that many people paying subscriptions for both at the same time. No, but I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to steal people from World of Warcraft. Well, John's moving, and quite a lot of people seem to be bored. That's what he he was talking about it the well, other day. Yeah, but they everyone's really bored of World of Warcraft. So moving to what? I missed that bit of the conversation. The Old Republic, the new MMO. From if it's good, EA. but I suppose Star Wars has a lot of potential. It will be good. It's I don't think. I, think to I don't think Star Wars Bioware. fans. I don't think Star Wars fans are playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> Of course they are. You know how many Star Wars fans there are in the world, especially well, among geeks. If you just took the geek landscape, how many people yeah. would probably like both? It's probably I, quite high. I bet ninety percent of people that play World of Warcraft like Star Wars. <laughs> well, like it, but <laughs> that's not the same as then going to play an MMO of it. Well, they like MMOs and they like Star Wars. There you go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's a kids. And they've sure been playing this one MMO. Then again, they might be off-put by the fact that Star Wars... Was it Star Wars Galaxies? By yeah, the shit one. Yeah, but that was shit. That this one won't be, because it's Bioware. Come on, it can't be bad. They, they, spent... they don't have experience doing MMOs. But Bioware did Sonic Chronicles. Wow. <laughs> and that too. <laughs> they spent more money on this than was spent on Avatar. That's just... Yeah, but... 
everyone spends more money on whatever they're making than something else. Yeah, but it's the most expensive. <laughs> that's just generic marketing yeah, I, I, talk. I spent more money ordering pizza than I did on buying shoes. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, that's an accolade. Exactly. Those pizzas must be fucking awesome. Yeah. They're totally better than shoes. It's one of the most expensive entertainment projects there's ever been in any medium ever. Like, so they would say. Because Avatar's the most expensive film ever made, I think. Isn't yes, it? by a and long it, way. Yeah, and this has cost this cost more to make than that. But that's not a, that, even that in itself is not actually. A I'm good not saying it's going to be good. Skin. That's just like saying. That's just saying we're hella inefficient. Well, <laughs> like, you just, don't know that. Yeah, but the, yeah but that's the problem. Nobody knows that. Well, it yeah. depends how much they've got on because it could have been. As, yeah, Zach may have a point there because Mass Effect is the obvious uh, cash cow for Bioware. Yeah, but that'd that. be a separate it's, team completely. Yeah, probably. But I wonder how much you know because it's you don't often hear about the same developer running multiple projects. It's 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 yeah. actually a relatively rare thing. I think and this is almost basically... With, with perhaps, perhaps the exceptions of 2K and Rockstar and all the fuck-ton millions of EA internal devs. Well, Rockstar are kind of two studios. They're, they're, they're Rockstar North and Rockstar San Diego. Yeah. And uh, L.A. Noir weren't, weren't even Rockstar at all. They were just yeah. published by them and helped because they were in a, in a pickle. In Yeah. Team bonding. And I think they have a similar thing with Bioware. I think there's Bioware Calgary or wherever it is in Canada. Yeah. And buy where somewhere else, Austin or something. Yeah, where they're making a. So I think it's a similar thing. They're almost like two developers yeah. under one unified umbrella. It's like a bazillion two K developers because all of them seem to work on Bioshock. So at the yeah, when, really when the game, yeah, when the game That's starts, it's like yeah. Well, yeah, when the game starts, it's like two K, two K Montreal, two K somewhere else, two <laughs> K irrational. Yeah. <laughs> but rational, of course, are making infinite, aren't they? But I actually. Actually, think that's that's starting to get my interest now. Having that was been, game uh, of the show in E3. Did say, you see ha- the ridiculous like video, like ten minute long game? I've seen most of it. Yeah, bloody insane. It's, it's like you know, for for not being kind of meh about the last two Bioshock games, like this actually is starting to look really pretty cool. I don't know though, because it looks like chaos. I don't understand how he's in control with all those going around on those sky hooks and like it looks insane, but yeah. it looks almost like I wouldn't have. It all looks too scripted in a way. Like, I wouldn't feel the sense of control Perhaps. that I'd want. Like, a lot of the things they are showing um, about the game are, do seem to be the story element. <coughs> um, like, things that, that Crazy woman can do. Yeah. I like, just don't like the feel of Bioshock's guns, so... Yeah. If it's still a Bioshock shooter, that's going to fuck it up. It does look fairly Bioshock-y, <laughs> I have to say. Um, but... I don't know, it does the, look the, the setting is, is yeah. even more intriguing than the first one. But, I agree, yeah. And to, for me, that was why Bioshock was good, because I, I agree with that. The feel of Bioshock is strange. Yeah. it's It lacks a certain responsiveness, in a way. It's kind of a bit muddy. <laughs> it's a weird way of describing it. It's the only way I can think of it. It's like, it's like, it's like swamp. <laughs> it's, it's like Swamping. trudging your yeah. way through a swamp. Or Trishly. shooting shit. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, whereas... I'm, I'm hoping they've got, got out of that because Infinite doesn't have the kind of need for the gloom that made the swampy feel perhaps feel appropriate. Mm. It probably won't feel appropriate in Infinite. But, yeah, that setting, they've done it again. Woo! Yeah. It's pretty sweet. Although she... I kind of think the art... Is she called Elizabeth or yeah. something? Yeah. The, the, the woman? Elizabeth. 
kind of a weird art style. It's sort of a bit Psychonauts reminiscent or Double mm. Fine's large eyes, sort of. Yeah, strange. she's got the big doe eyes and stuff. Yeah. She looks like Alice in Wonderland. She style. does look a bit like Alice. <laughs> <Yeah>. Basically, <laughs> pulled yeah. straight out of that game. It's a bit weird. I mean, Bioshock had a strange sort of art style towards humans as well. Well, most of the time you didn't actually see human humans yeah, in Bioshock. There's, there's, I guess that's the problem. There's only like three in the entire <laughs> first game, I think, compared to the... that you actually get to see their face. I don't understand if you're supposed to be... Um, if your character even is supposed to be, like, romantically, like, attracted to Elizabeth or whether he's supposed to be a fatherly figure. It's confusing. She's... Mm. She's got quite big boobs going on for some reason. <laughs> Why would they do that if you were supposed to be... Because we're gamers, and they're, yeah, they're appealing no, to cliche what? gamer markets. Like, Do you think? <laughs> yeah, but I don't understand. It's not, I don't understand the whole thing there going on. What's his name? Booker DeWitt. That's the best name ever for I'm a an game end- character. I'm an Enderman. <laughs> I'm an Enderman and Booker DeWitt. Uh, it's a bit weird how his voice comes out of you yeah. you're, when you're in first person. Unlike, obviously, oh, the, Gordon the, Freeman. Game, games have done that before, though. Yeah, they have. Fullerstorm does it. All the time. Yeah, that's true. Thinking of a recent example. I don't know, there's, there's something about the silent protagonist doesn't sometimes work out, does it? It's kind of... I know it's because you're supposed to be that guy, but sometimes you just want a tiny bit of characterization. Mm. Um, I, I know that's that's kind of a weird thing, because Gordon Freeman is really characterised by everyone else. But yeah. it's... Uh, um, you know what I mean? You kind of, sometimes you just want a touch of personality that, of you. But he seems to but talk again, quite a lot. That's dangerous job because you could end up with Al- Altair. But <laughs> yeah, fucking Altair. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> giant dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should play Penny Arcade though. Don't just let that fester in your account. Yeah, I'll it? get around to it. Finish it in like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> Is it short? It's not two hours short. I played through the whole first first portion in one sitting because it because it glitched out on the demo and I accidentally managed to get the full version. Oh yeah! And then when I realised it was like this should probably should have ended. Well, fuck! I guess I'll just play this all the way through. Yeah, just keep going. <laughs> yeah, it probably plays better on PC. I think from what I tried it as compared to the Xbox version, but it was cheaper on Xbox faster. So <laughs> that was why I ended up here getting it. Cool. And I'm still disappointed they didn't do the third. But... Well, no, that's, speaking of which, um, this is very fuzzy news because I can't remember any of the fucking details. But they were talk the the, the uh, um, there was a post about Hothead um, hiring some um, like some extra script writing talent, for some famous name from some other studio. This is where see the fuzziness is coming out here. Um, to to work on the baconing to produce something quite seriously different in the oh, Death Bank series, but it's not a series if there's only two games. <laughs> well, this is the third. Okay. There's already been two. Still doesn't count though, because it wasn't really a series anyway. And the yeah, second one came out like it a month after. Yeah, it's more, it's more like an expansion. <laughs> well, it was supposed to be episodic, but then they only had they'd only made two at a time. <laughs> Traditional fuck up the episodic plan. Yeah. No one's done that right, really, have they? I still thought, you know, yeah, the, the LA Noir was probably a good thing that they. That's fine, yeah. Yeah, a good, a good. Just approach. the Telltale games, Telltale the only ones, ones yeah. that are actually episodic. Yeah, yeah, and that made sense. 
I've had the. Well, they, um, they seem to be getting a bit shit recently because no one seems. Well, they to run like out of ideas. The, no one seems to like the Back to the Future. I have a free copy of the first episode of Back to the Future that I've. It's been sitting on my desk spot ready to install for like three months or something, <laughs> uh, and I've never. It's there, ready for me to install. It. I can never be bothered. I don't know. Because you know that even if you were, if you if, even if you did end up like it, you'd have to say all the other ones. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> you, don't, you don't necessarily. Oh, really? but it's like the Sam and Max has only had a loose connection to each other. Yeah, well, the Back to the Future ones have a significantly less loose connection, especially between the episodes. That's true. Mm-hmm. I think they, they are yeah. connect. They are quite strongly connected. Yeehaw! Yeehaw. Get my flux capacitor out. <laughs> I was trying to see if I could make that more innuendo. <laughs> you can't. It's, yeah. it's not really work. You can't make something like that more in your injury because it is just an in your injury. Great Scott. <laughs> he is well. I guess you could start adding some adjectives or something. My. Throbbing flux capacitor. with energy. You know those things on the internet that, that, that spin around? For <laughs> you know those things on the internet that spin around, yeah, right? We ran spinners. Oh, we ran what? spinners. The things that spin while Ajax is waiting to come back. Oh, whatever. but the loading... Yeah, loading jigglers. thingies. The jigglers. <laughs> 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 jigglers. Well, I'll tell you what they're called. They're called throbbers, apparently. Really? Yep. They're not called spinners. No, you'd think they'd be called spinners. But I wish we'd be riding spinners. I call them long. spinners. I just call them loading things. Yeah, loading <laughs> thingy-bitchingies, but apparently they're called throbbers. That's a shit name. I know. They should be called spinners. Who came up with that? Yeah, it's clearly not standard. Someone, so, someone in need of porn. <laughs> <laughs> throb, throb, throb. As it goes around. <laughs> if it, it, surely a better throbber would have been something that mm. actually just Pul- like, pulsated. Pulsated, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then pulses would have probably been a better name. Pulsing. Not really, that's not a very good word. Pulses. They pulse, therefore they're pulsator. a pulsator. <laughs> pulsator. <laughs> Pulsariser. <laughs> Ariser. Pulsator Satan Ariser. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. A pulsing Throbinator. <laughs> oh, it's even got your name in it. Throbinator. Man, how have we run out of stuff to talk about? It really sucks. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it never happens. So are you going I still to... can't remember what I was playing. This is it's like it's been two fucking weeks. <laughs> I can't have just played around the whole time. I've just been watching videos of insane step mania levels. Yeah, I guess I have been watching quite a lot of videos and listening to podcasts. No, well, there's only one of those. I mean, two. Well, lots of those uh, quick look best ofs. Yeah, I was watching bits of quick looks and stuff on Giant Bomb. I was listening to Penny Arcade podcasts. Did you want to bitch out loud about their quick look about their sex? Not really. We don't need to complain about their site content on oh, our we didn't, content. We didn't, mention, <laughs> we didn't mention the Deus Ex um, uh, high definition. Yeah, but pack. that's what they were showing in that quick look, and it didn't look that great. I didn't think it was okay. It's fine, but I mean, there's only so much you can do. Yeah, I mean, it looked terrible when it came out. <laughs> well, yeah, it did look great. I don't think I didn't. I don't think Deus Ex. Oh, it had bigger environments, so that was fine. But I don't think per area it looked as good as half-life and it's two years younger than half-life no i guess uh-huh. bastion's coming to pc mm-hmm. so basically means wait for a steam sale <laughs> yeah I, I do i do want to play that like it does good. look good i saw that the trophy trophy 4 demo is on steam now i was like oh shit that's already coming out fuck <laughs> oh and yeah that's the steam deal this weekend yeah. is uh calypso's but then uh, those version. packs were terrible 
Really? It was like you had to buy everything that clips were made. No. There was no options for oh, like, sucks. why can I not just get Trophico for a cheap advice? Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking of getting a look. Well, I'm going to try the trial of Insanely Twisted Shadow Planet because that looks pretty cool. It's nicely done. Yeah. yeah. Have you tried it? I've watched a lot of it. All right, okay. You interested? I am, yeah. But this is a topic in itself, I suppose. I'm, I'm, and again, something we've brought up. I don't like how Xblar games their their base price has gone up. I mean, yeah, yeah. The quality of Xblar games has improved with it. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not denying that. But Xblar games don't get so many deals. They don't get so many. Um, yeah. They, they don't sort of naturally go down in price like they do in any other marketplace. Yeah, because they're fixed, yeah. Yeah, like fucking res. Come down in price, you bastards. I'm a... Yeah, that is ridiculous. I mean, it's a bit... It's quite irritating. I mean, 1,200 points... I mean, insanely Twisted Champion is one of those examples of a high-quality game, but it's not long, and I struggle to justify a tenner for for that when I can pick up Marvel vs. Capcom for a tenner you know it's it's re- insane the value though of some of these games like Assassin's Creed I, I must have bought that for 30 quid or something the number mm. of hours I got out of it compared to other forms of entertainment like if you if you choose the right things and you and you like games that are long yeah you, like, can, I don't you know, can get your money's worth but it's, it's like um, like Civ 5 must be if you like that then... that's still been updating as well I said like always weekly Civ 5 keeps updating and I'm like I should play that but then I know I'd be stuck in Civ 5 for like two days yeah exactly <laughs> you might as well you've got nothing else to do apparently <laughs> I mean there are there are a few purchases that I don't regret but like that I've obviously paid far too much for it at the time I've got out of it. Like, Gears of War, for instance. I, I love the game. I think it's great. And I love the styling. I love the world. Coltrane is freaking sweet. <laughs> He's at home on the rails. <laughs> but I bought the limited editions for them, and I pretty much only ever played through the first one twice, mm-hmm. and the second one one and a half times. And that's pretty much my what I've got out of them. Yeah. Which is poo in terms of, like... Our, hours to money it's not ratio. like you bought the limited editions with the intention no, it's like the limited editions don't improve the gameplay or anything you get a gold lancer have you got a yeah, gold lancer I've got a gold lancer baby you do in my pants <laughs> that must be uncomfortable <laughs> he's really uncomfortable down there <laughs> but, it's yeah. a male gold lancer <laughs> we don't really think of like lancers and military people of old potentially being ladies well, I, was, no, I was talking no, about the guns because the guns are female I was making it into something else but, uh, yeah. yes, but I was referring the guns as males pubs <laughs> uh, yeah, innuendo bingo um, <laughs> innuendo but yeah do you know what I mean it's just like I, I tend to go for like the good money to Playtime ratio, and then you buy stupid limited edition. That's not not part of the same plan. Well, it's worked for me in Halo. I've I've probably put in that cost. (laughs) The only game I regret not getting the special edition of is Grand Theft Auto Four because it had a cool art book that I actually genuinely was Mm. interested in, and I saw someone else had it, and it was awesome. That's literally the only one. I mean, it was quite nice. I mean, yeah, Gears of War gave you some nice arty stuff in both limited editions. I keep forgetting I need to pre-order Battlefield Three. But then I'm, it's like but what on I'm, Origin? Yeah, it's like yeah. I'm, I'm waiting in hope that it will suddenly appear on Steam that they'll just go, oh fuck, we've totally screwed up. But I, it won't. But I, I think regardless of that, I'm only I'm going to pre-order it in on like game, like out of an actual store, because then you get that stupid 
out of the actual store bonus weapons. Uh, what, stuff. Whatever that's called. What You mean you'll actually buy a game on a disc for PC? Yeah, and then plus which, that'll give me a code. So theoretically, if it ever does appear on Steam, I can just put that in. <laughs> that's true. Oh, well. Hmm. I tried putting the UT2004 code into Steam because I know that that is on Steam. Yeah. But it doesn't accept it because it's my. I've, it's, the one that's on Steam is the final, like. Oh, what, the Game of the Year edition? Championship. Sort of thing, whatever. Game of the Year Championship edition or whatever the fuck. So it doesn't accept old code. Game of the Championship, Game of the Year Tournament Special Edition. Yeah. 2012. Whatever the fuck. So I could put that onto Steam. That would have made it much more convenient. That would have had to use a disc. Extended I could have wasted lots. some bandwidth instead. <laughs> At least I have, at least it's still the DVD version. We got out of the age of CDs before you two thousand. That was about the turning point, wasn't it? I can't remember whether I have two thousand three on. One of us had one of those. My on lots brother of discs. had the CD version of two thousand three. <laughs> I had it on Xbox. It wasn't called two thousand three. It was just called on Unreal Championship. Championship. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty much two thousand three. Though it was quite similar. Yeah, it, that was pretty much the same game. It's quite weird. Yeah. And then they made the Xbox specific Unreal Championship two. two yeah, it was. Actually, pretty cool. Actually, but cool. Yeah. No one played it online, which is a problem. Yeah. So I never actually really got much time out of that either. Yeah. Coup de gras. That might have been. Was that on that was, original that was, Xbox? That was, yeah. It might have been. That's what they did. They had like finishing moves with the swords and stuff called coup de gras. Oh yeah. Coup de gras. Oh. Two swords. So when does Battlefield come out? The November. Yes. Something. Mm. Or is that October? Fuck, I can't remember. It's after September. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> holiday season. This holiday season. It comes out before Modern Warfare. It comes out before that. And that comes out on like some day in November, doesn't it? Because they like their stupid 11, 10, oh, 9 11, or whatever. Lame. So it'll be sometime in early November or mid-November, I imagine, for Battlefield. November. Have to buy that first of all for the pre-order pack. I can't remember what that's called. It's called something stupid, like... Oh, it's called Physical Warfare, isn't it? It's like, you find this in a physical box, so it'll give you the Physical Warfare pack. <laughs> what does it actually give you? It's like three weapon unlocks. It's like a pre-order bonus. Wait, but can't you get those anyway through actually playing the game? I'm not sure. A- am I Unknown. fast? <laughs> well, they do look like quite decent weapons, the ones that you actually get. They're not just, like, gimmick weapons. Mm-hmm. They sound like they might actually be useful. You're gonna get that. But the weird thing, because that, that's the weird thing about that pack, it's like the physical warfare pack, you only get those things if you buy it from a store, and you don't get them by buying from, like, Origin. <laughs> it's like, it's like that is, they don't seem to have a pre-order version in their actual store. Mm. Which is kind of weird. I don't know, I don't like the concept of pre-order bonuses. No, but... Out of the like option of Origin or getting a physical disc, I think getting a physical disc at this time is still the better option because there's no proof that Origin is going to be a thing, and it's not just going to be some retarded attempt by EA to update their EA downloader to make it more of a DRM thing because mm. the EA downloader was already terrible. God, I want, yeah, that, that, there's a question. I wonder how much DRM rootkit bollocks that. Origin may or may not abuse. Well, they already had 2142's ridiculous in-game advertising that pulls pulls weird cookie information from somewhere. I'm not sure it ever did. I think it's just because they only had, like, two adverts, like Intel and that one film they did one time. (laughs) Yeah, but that's because that was the only ones that you ever saw. That doesn't mean that other people weren't seeing different ones. Mm. I don't know. 
And yeah, I, I don't think they proved it as dynamic advertising was a good medium at the time. <laughs> and it was a dumb idea in that game, anyway. <laughs> it's a dumb idea in most games. I mean, what games have had that? One versus a hundred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but that's like the actual TV program. Did that, didn't Just that saying, having adverts in Hyperball the thing have it? Was it Hyperball? What's the game? The Ball. Ball. Yeah, well, Cluster Clusterball. Yeah. yeah, that did theoretically have some kind of a game. But that was like... That wasn't even dynamically like internet driven or anything. That was like patched, patched in, patched in on a regular basis or something. Are people still playing Clusterball. Nobody knows. <laughs> that game was like '98 or something. <laughs> I know, but you played quite a lot of it on online, didn't you? Bar. Yeah, but I, it's bar, like bar. I could be tempted to play that again at some point. Obviously, as with any of Spaghetti my stream. old games, <laughs> at any moment I might suddenly go, "Oh fuck, I need to play this," and then it's all it, and it'd be like sound as you went through the gate. It was cool. Yeah. Oh. And they'd be like, oh, oh, shit, oh. this doesn't work on Windows 7 or something. Yeah. I bet Callisable doesn't work. Because <laughs> that was one weird, skanky game, regardless. It was one of those games where it seemed like the engine might fail at any moment. <laughs> <laughs> that's true, that's true. Even though so, it didn't. Is it German or something? Yeah, I think or so. Or Icelandic or something. Yeah, one of those weird countries. <laughs> yeah, Germany's so weird. <laughs> well, they didn't understand the sort of the ramifications of saying ball a lot. <laughs> well, I don't think they understood the whole idea. Well, it's like, what was the idea behind that? Just so you know when you're picking up a ball, if you can't see it, even though you're in third-person third camera angle of your ship. I guess you could be playing in first-person technically, but then that's even easier to see. It's a game about collecting balls. Lots and lots of balls. Clusters of balls. Yeah. <laughs> ball. Say <laughs> so, yes. Uh... I'm trying to think of what other old games I might theoretically want to play in the near future after uh, 2004. Well, I'm still was... thinking of going into and playing Twilight Princess 3. Would you be annoyed if I spent ages playing Twilight Princess Not really, and I had to talk about it? Depends what other games you you might want to play. Well, Deus Ex, I, I won't be able to finish it before that comes out. It's like two weeks' time or something. No, well, I could. I could have, two, have, running at, have two running at once, which is the plan. But then I've got other ones. Shogun. Shogun! Oh, yeah. That'll take forever. Exactly. So I might have to save that for a better PC anyway. Uh, or an improved PC. Uh, but yes. So that might be that might be what's coming up. Some uh, old, st- old Zelda coverage. I still have... Old. I still essentially have games to finish. Not, not, <laughs> still not particularly many new ones. Yeah. I mean, um, I may start Time Shift um, fairly shortly because I don't think that's going to take me too long to run through. <laughs> Um, plus it's rated as excellent in 3D so I'm intrigued to see how excellent excellent is for a game that's what three years old maybe more <laughs> and now. kind of itself you know it's yeah average isn't it <laughs> supposed to be you know run of the mill shooter yeah uh, with some time mechanics you know that haven't been done to death a million times before um, since Blink's the time sweeper <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't really count yeah, that game is crazy um, I don't want to go back and play Panzer Dragoon though uh, cool. Orta, yeah, Orta. Orta was great. I freaking love that game, and I, I don't play it enough. Really, it's one of those. It had a weird, creepy anime vibe about it. Like, yeah, it's know. well, Panzer Dragoon has always had a style of its own, hasn't yeah. it? It's been. We talked about this last week, didn't we? Yeah, I think we did. Did we? I think, I think so. so. Oh, bugger. Never mind. Carry I mean, on. not last week. Yeah. Last yeah. podcast. Last time. <laughs> we've 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 mentioned Smile Bit several times, and that they should Sega should totally revive. <laughs> yeah. Jet Set Radio. For God's yeah. sake, make it for Vita. Make it now. I mean, Sumo Digital is basically a Sega's division that would have been a bit like Smile Bit 
you know, yeah. as they work on the outside of projects to an extent. Uh, I think, well, like Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing, <laughs> that was Sumo Digital, which is fine. I was thinking about maybe maybe I need to break out my DS again. So I was thinking about all the games on that. That is like it's not like I need to finish anything. Oh, I might play the game. Oh, I thought of something else I can talk about for a few minutes. Hey, okay. I can talk about Gnome's Adventures in Ratchet and Clank: Age of Booty, or no, Quest for Booty, not Age of Booty. Age of Booty. <laughs> Age of booty. That's a different game. Yeah, Quest for Booty. My personal opinion has fallen quite dramatically as I've seen more of this game because it seems quite short. Because the game is sort of like uh, starting to say, and so we enter into the final chapter of our tale. Unless there's a dramatic twist, of course. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping there is, because for a Ratchet and Clank game, Clank has only been in the intro sequence. Um, so I'm hoping you get him back and then a whole other plot line opens up or something like that. But it has some serious. For, for a long running se- se- series of games, it has quite a number of fundamental flaws. Like, I talked about it before, the combat is insanely hard, and that actually putting the game in easy mode seems to make it a more balanced experience, right. which is a bit stupid, if you ask me. Um, it's like it wants you to use all the big guns all the time, yet you have quite limited ammo on some of them. And it's, uh, I don't know, a bit strange hmm. um, in terms of the balance. Um, and also, it commits the cardinal sin of platforming games, which is to have terrible terrible camera controls that are just becoming more and more irritating as the game goes on. Because the game demands you do a few reasonable sort of cliches, like platforms that fall away slowly as you jump on them. So you have to jump off them so they come back up. So, But then forces you to then uh, do some kinetic wrench action at the same time to move something out of the way so you can actually progress whilst jumping across these platforms. But of course the camera is trying to reposition itself so it's facing the direction in which you're travelling. Yeah. So you're jumping left and right and the camera's swinging about all over the place or facing the wrong direction, making it impossible unless you're using the strafe button or the um, I control the camera option. It doesn't seem to have got the concept that most platform games do that occasionally you need a fixed camera position. Yeah, like so, Mario 64 did. Yeah, you know, occasionally a fixed camera or in an alternative view is amazingly useful they don't use it at all i don't think in this the only sort of bit of camera help i've seen you get is when you're going on thin beams or something occasionally the camera will lift a little bit so you can see where your feet are um, but then still swings about like a mad fucker when you're changing direction it's a it's just a fundamentally flawed system which is a bit of a shame the controls are general are fucking obtuse it's like they make your hand do dances that only heavy rain would think of it's you know you're, you're like to to do that action with the kinetic wrench, for instance, you have to hold R two to duck, uh-huh. and then when the, which stops you from moving at the time, and then you press square to activate it. So you've got two buttons to do your kinetic wrench, and then you can move about and stuff, and it's square to unlock at the same time. But then you probably going to have to be holding down L two at the same time, which is the strafe button to fix the camera in position, so you don't have to juggle that around. So you're using about five different controls at the same time just to do a simple job of attaching to something and moving it out of the way. Yeah. It's friggin' insane. Mm. Bad control scheme. Bad control scheme. Naughty control scheme. (laughs) (laughs) Sort yourself out. Yeah. Go sit in the corner until you learn how to control your camera. Yeah. (laughs) It's not entirely clear what the game wants you to do. Um, either I saw a couple of the cave sequences where you get to the the end of the cave, some something happens when you get to the bit you're supposed to get to, 
Um, and the objective doesn't update in a couple of places to say, oh, no. to say, oh, okay, now what do I actually do? Am I supposed to be leaving this place? Or um, is there more for me to do because the objective hasn't changed? Uh, it's, it's not entirely clear in no. places on what you're supposed to do. I wonder if this quest for booty was like not a real Ratchet and Clank game, if you know what I mean. If it was like one of the sort of like a spin-off sort of thing that's right. not done as well as the others. I don't know. Because it's quite a high-profile thing, yeah. Thing, you know, Sony pushed it when PS3 came out as, look at what Blu-ray can do! Even though it had nothing to do with the format whatsoever. <laughs> and it's, uh, you know, so it's, it's something Sony kind of value. And this just seems a poor implementation of it. I don't know. I'm willing to give the others a chance, but... But that one? Yeah. yeah. Not so, down. Not, not, not so sure. Not so sure. I mean, it start, my, my impression started out good because it's quite pretty looking. It runs at 60 frames. That's nice. And, uh, yeah, has some nice rainy sort of watery bits, which are kind of cool. But, uh, and it seems to be, you know, at the start of the game, it seems like, oh, this is shaping up to be a reasonable platformer. But no. <laughs> so it's Naomi having the same trouble that you were, I suppose. I'm not really playing it, so I'm getting most of this from right. her, who's obviously new to games, and it strikes it as itself as a kind of... You know, you wouldn't say Ratchet & Clank is potentially aiming at the hardcore gaming market. Not really, no. But then seems to make itself overly difficult. Mm. Fail. Uh, so I'm suggesting she play Psychonauts next. That's what? A good, well, uh, yeah, it's got bad platforming controls, but it's freaking amazing. Yeah, so, but it's got bad platforming controls. It's not, it's not bad. I'd, I'd say it's probably better than Ratchet & Clank. Yeah, okay. It's by a long Maybe. Shot. But they're not, they're not great, though. They're fine. It's less to do with the controls and more to do with the sort of level of precision you need. Mm. You need to float those jumps pretty accurately, especially with the double jump, because that feels really weird in Psychonauts. Like, warp. <laughs> it's only really a problem towards the end of the game. Well, obviously. Yeah. I mean, obviously the last level. <laughs> Terrible. Yeah, the last level's pretty bad. But... Like, all the levels are pretty much just... Well, not all of them, but there's large portions of those levels where it's just, like, platforms floating in space. Yeah. And you have to be pretty precise. I don't know. I think that's a... But it doesn't suffer from nearly as many camera issues, and I think that's the the problem. The biggest problem we're having is you're wrestling the camera more than you are the control, than yeah. where you're going. The actual sort of jumping and moving mechanics are fine in Ratchet and Clank. It's just the camera. Mm. Biggest, biggest problem. Cardinal sin of yeah. 3D platformers. platformers. Just get your camera right. Didn't they mess it up with Epic Mickey as well? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I went. I tried to see what happens if you put your Minecraft into first person, uh, third person, and then go in a cave. Uh, yeah, it does just sort of the camera just like jiggles about, goes into your head or whatever uh, when right. you get too close to the wall. Yeah, not surprised. Yeah, <laughs> not that Minecraft is meant to be played. No, no, of course not. So we padded for about half an hour there. We did. Yep. That went yeah. better than everything went better than expected, as they say on the internet. Sort of. Although, I don't understand quite why we ran out of things to say. But... After, after everything I said at the start, though, I'll tell you one thing. I am hungry. I am really hungry. <laughs> yeah, I cannot wait for whatever the hell we <laughs> I cannot wait burger. for some kind of burger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I need some kind of food inside me. Oh, I don't care if it's American or German. or I just want to eat it. Also, note to Pizza Hut, piri-piri stuffed crust is a bit much. <laughs> well, it is if you also have spicy shit on the pizza. That probably was a faux pas in terms of, <laughs> like, pizza. <laughs> and you should know. <laughs> a dough par. <laughs> a dough par. Puns. Punk. And phone you see, if you had just saved that for another 90 seconds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no one would have heard the phone crashing to the ground. Oh. <laughs> Shun. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
60 seconds. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, you're done. It's okay to appear. I didn't want that to appear oh, there. We should probably talk about We may uh, have to mention the well, potential D&D experiment that may oh, happen. Yeah, right. we're totally going to fuck around with that at some point. Ratchet and Clank is really hard. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, that's the final word. Ratchet and Clank is hard. See, I told you. Really hard. That's, that's what she said. And we can try and play, some, we can try and play some magic <laughs> as well, since we got those cards. I'll see if I can work out the new combat system that I've never tried. You know. Yes. Well, we've been playing magic for a while, but yeah. Are you using the new combat? Yeah. Yeah. It's better. Magic the Gathering. For real. On cards, yeah. not the Plain Walkers game. Anyway, wrap it up. Anyway, uh, thanks for joining us on the Soundcast. Uh, not a bad week. <laughs> Maybe the next time I'll remember what I played. Yeah, next time we'll have uh, plenty more for you. Ten. Stuff. Bye. Bye, um, everybody. Yes, take it easy. <laughs> I want my burger. Take it easy. Give me my burger. <laughs> Ham and Enderman.